So, good news, but also bad news. Well, I guess it's only good. I got my second COVID shot, right? The second part of the vaccine. That's good. The bad news is, it started to hit me about 24 hours later. I'm starting to feel super fatigued and just sluggish. I don't feel good. You know when you start to feel that feeling right before you get sick? That's how I feel. And I don't like it. Anyway, welcome to Across the Pond, a podcast where I speak to people from around the world. And today I get to speak to Kat. This is one of the longest conversations I've ever had. Just over two hours, I want to say. So, if it's a little long for your liking, sorry. Probably won't do two hours again. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but just because it was really long. into rain for like the last four days so oh, it's shit. a real bummer here yeah, hold on one sec um, so i've got my nieces like trapped in the house and uh, they just built a new park up the road from my house and i was like yeah if it's not raining we can go and then the seven-year-old was like we're not going to the park today are we <laughs> I was like, no. unfortunate. no we're not <laughs> let me just make sure that my okay do i sound good do i sound clear, clear you sound enough? great Okay, sick. Yeah. Awesome. Um, if you want to, you can keep your camera on. I can turn mine on if you would like. I Other- just have audio processing issues. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, it's automatic for me to turn my camera on. Okay, here, I'll turn mine on. Um, I'm just trying to hack because my hair looks <laughs> I just brushed mine because I was like, oh, I look like I definitely just woke up. <laughs> no, it's all good. One sec. Ugh. Okay. Let me see. Turn on camera. Is that going to work? All right, hold on. Good for me. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm the same way. I'm someone who needs to see someone to be able to like talk, especially because yep. I am. I rely a lot on reading lips, especially if I'm in person and it's like kind of loud and stuff. So I, yeah, I feel me like too. I, yeah, especially like hand motions and stuff. Like you'll notice I, I do a lot of this when I'm talking. Oh. So that, yeah. that's me. Like I have to see that. I mean, like. I shouldn't say I have to because I've had a lot of conversations to where we don't use video. And I mean, I don't record it, by the way. This is just audio, just so you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's like some people will turn their camera. on. I'm like, thanks. You know, like I probably won't. But I mean, I'm, I'm doing it now more so just because I know a lot of people for whatever reason, they want to have camera on, which is fine. And so then yeah. I'll turn mine on and then I'll be doing this a lot. As you can already tell, <laughs> I, I use my hands a lot to talk. And so I, I just need that. I need that. Yeah. If I can't see people's faces, I can't process what they're saying as fast oh. and so it slows the whole thing down and i'd like oh, i'd hate for people because and i say excuse me and what a lot mm. so if i can see someone i can process what's going on a lot quicker it's uh. really, it's a it's executive functioning things it's no, a little bit that. off for me <laughs> <laughs> i get that so how's tomorrow treating you 
How's the next day? Um, look, you, you don't really need to come on over if you okay. don't want to. Okay. If, if yesterday's working for you, <laughs> I guess you. It's, only, um, it's only 10 to 10 in the morning, so wow. it's all right. Lucky you. But I've, I've been up since five because my cat oh, was shoot. like, I'm hungry. Let's go. Yes. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I thankfully don't have any pets in this apartment, so I don't have to worry about that. But I do really want a dog. I want a dog so bad. I don't care if I have to wake up every night at 2 o'clock in the morning to let him go to the bathroom or her to go to the bathroom. I just want a pet, man. I want one so bad. I miss having a dog. Well, we had a dog. Uh, we lost him this time last year, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had dementia. It was totally fine. Mm. Um, but thank you. And so we got a cat. and we had, She uh, is used to being fed at 5 a.m. because that's when I get up to go to work. Like I get up at a quarter to five or something to go um, to get ready to go. And so I'll feed her before I do whatever I have to do. And so she's used to that at 5 a.m. So she woke my nieces up because they were in my bedroom and I was in the spare room. And the young, the eldest came in and she's like, honey cat, pickles woke me up. And I was like, oh, my God, she knows where I am. <laughs> like She could have come <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. I mean, oh, having a pet, like, though, don't so attack fun. the children. Yeah, leave yeah. them alone. Leave them alone. Let them sleep. Like, come on, come to your mom. Like, let me do this. I'll yeah. help you. Don't go with the kids. <laughs> and the youngest has um the young the youngest is autistic, so her sleep patterns oh. are really messed up a lot. And so if I can get her to sleep and in bed, I will keep her there as long as possible. Like, I won't wake her up because um she goes through bouts of like uh, insomnia and whatnot. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I know that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, insomnia is no fun. I kind of had that when I was in middle school and high school. It's like I would just, I was always tired, but I can never fall asleep. Kind of insomnia, but like some night, like with insomnia, usually people just don't fall asleep. Like you literally can't fall asleep. I kind of had like halfway to where like sometimes I would and sometimes I wouldn't. But I understand the pain. It's it, it's kind of fun when you get a little bit older, even though it sucks, because then you can do stuff. You know, like if I had insomnia. Oh my God, fuck it. Yeah. Excuse me. No, it's all good. Yes, Luna. What would you like? An ice block? Um, no. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? Okay, we'll get one out of the freezer. You have to do it yourself. Oh, ask Grandma. There's only one cyclone, so you're going to have to share it with Lucy. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. No worries. No They're worries cool. at all. Like They're I said, there's no video recording, so you don't have to worry about that stuff. Unless <laughs> if you don't want me to see them, I mean, like. Oh, no. <laughs> lucky she didn't come over and take over the microphone. That's oh, okay. That would have been. <laughs> I know that's, the eldest does that. The eldest is like, huh. Really? I'm I'm the lead star of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Super uh extroverted. Uh when she wants to be. When she wants to be. When oh, she okay. wants to be. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same Which way. Which is Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Would would you believe me if I told you that I'm probably one of the most introverted people you'd ever meet? Oh really? Yeah. Like if if I didn't do this podcast, I wouldn't be speaking to people. I'd probably talk to my brother yeah. and my friends online, but like I wouldn't go out, you know, I wouldn't go and seek people. I would just be content <laughs> sitting here playing video games or watching movies with my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I could care I, less. I think because of my job that I've become more like not more susceptible, more open to talking to like mm. new people and yeah. I was um, going to a birthday party last weekend and for that week I just had really bad anxiety and I was like, oh, I feel sick. I don't want to go anywhere, but I'm going to go 
Pittsburgh because it's it was my partner's drummer in a at the band that he's playing in at the moment. And I was like, oh, I'm so anxious about meeting new people. And my grandma's like, Kat, you can literally make friends with anyone. And I was like, oh, true, very true. Yeah. But I don't want to all the time. <laughs> no, I get that. You seem like a very approachable person, so this is easy. Thanks. <laughs> <This> is <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tells me that, and I'm just like, am I really? Because, like, yeah. I, I, don't, I wouldn't describe myself that way. So here we go. Oh, Who's no. next? I leave on the door, sorry. Oh, you, oh, she lent on the door and it opened. <laughs> she was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you do uh, for your for your job? I am a PR, like a PR manager, but I'm also an assistant brand manager. So I work oh. in video games marketing. Uh, Wait, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm excited about this. All right. <laughs> I didn't know that going into this because you and I, we spoke back in like, I think it was January or even December, just, yeah. a, just a little bit. And, one, I'm thankful that we were able to get this to work and everything because, you know, I've, I've wanted to speak to you. You know, you seemed really ah, cool with, with the stuff that thanks. you put on that forum. And now knowing that you're, uh, you, oh my goodness, you just said it, but you're like in marketing for video games or something like that or PR. I was like, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. So, so explain to me, do you work specifically for like, let's just say there's a new game coming out. Are you the PR yeah. person for that game or do you work for a company that kind of is like all over, say, EA or something like that? Um, okay, so I work for a distributor okay. in Australia. Um, so we do, we're kind of like the, the, the biggest distributor because we do, oh my goodness. Uh. Okay, go speak to Big Pop. Big, my dad's here. <laughs> 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 when I called him, it was only down the road. Um, so I work for a distributor and it's like distribution marketing. So we do like, all kinds of stuff. We do trade marketing, PR. Okay. Um, we do their sales stuff, their inventory management. So we're like an all-in-one. So a lot of distribution just do like the warehousing and the sales and distribution to retailers, but we are like an all-in-one package. So we do everything for those companies. So um, I've been working there for about eight years now. Wow. And yeah, I've been there for a really long time. Wow, so. Thank you. I did a Bachelor of Social Science. Uh, I majored in Criminology and Policing. And then I became a very big anti-fascist, massive pacifist. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't, I was meant to join the police force. And wow. at the time, um, I don't know what really happened. I just didn't end up um, applying because uh, one of my dad's best friends worked at the police academy that I would have been going to. And I didn't want to go through that whole nepotism thing. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. So one of my dad's uh, best mates was a yeah a lecturer and professor of what's called cognitive interviewing, which is an interviewing tactic and technique that he basically developed okay. for the police force and for the federal police here. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to go there because I went to one. I had one subject in policing, and it was like, um. Crime scene investigation or something like that. Okay. And the tutor for that was like, hmm, your last name sounds familiar. You wouldn't happen to be John's daughter, would you? And I'm like, oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. I was like, yes, that's my dad. Because oh, no. my, my dad was a military police officer for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And he worked with that local area command who this teacher was like a detective at. Whoa. 
Yeah, and I was like, great. So, and then I was in the only female in my entire class, and then the teacher also knew me. So you could imagine how well oh, that went down shoot. ten years ago. Yikes! <laughs> Not well. Yeah. So that kind of yeah, that kind of really gave me insight into how me as a woman would be treated uh, in the police force, uh, yeah. in at the police academy, and I wasn't really for it. I was like, oh no, thanks. Yeah. And then um, I fell into the job that I'm in. So I was applying for my, it used to be called a diploma of education. So you'd like study to be a high school teacher or a primary school teacher on top of whatever your undergrad was. And then it gives you the skills to go and teach. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I'll become a history teacher. No worries. And at the same time that I was applying for my dip ed, I got an interview for the job that I'm in now. And so I started out as a marketing coordinator. Um, I had no marketing skills whatsoever, <laughs> none, nothing. Wow. And so I was like, okay, cool, uh, no worries. And so, yeah, so I started our company um, distributes uh, Capcom. So we do okay. Capcom. So um, I've worked on the last three Resident Evil releases, wow. which has been pretty cool. That's cool. Um, so we've done like packs and different conventions and um, – different events and whatnot across that. And so I do all the PR in Australia and New Zealand for Capcom. Well, the ones that are coming to physical. Gotcha. Um, anything digital, Capcom tends to handle themselves mm-hmm. just because we do physical media. Gotcha. So that's lots of fun. Uh, we do Rig, which is a gaming headset company owned by Nacon. Um, they're really good. It used to be Plantronics, but now it's Rig. So there's like been a whole rebrand, which is really cool. So we've been doing the rebrand in Australia. Um, we do Thrustmaster, which does all like the racing steering wheels, which is really cool. Um, so flying and racing ecosystems. Okay. And then we do Marvelous Games, which is like the story of seasons games. And I'm obsessed. <laughs> I haven't heard of those, I don't think. It used to be Harvest Moon. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. But now it is, it's the same team that did the original Harvest Moon. They now do Story of Seasons, which is really cool. So, yeah. Man. Um, we do, and then we do all different kinds of stuff. So, that's so yeah, cool. interesting that you wanted. So, <laughs> so, real quick, what made you want to like go originally into police force? Because if you go to school for, you know, police pretty much, I, I forget your exact uh, degree, but if you go to school for that, you want to become a police officer or something yes. in the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what made you want to go into that originally? No, I was just like, I really want to be a police officer. It's in Australia, um, ever since I was probably in my first or second year of uni, you have to have a what's called an associate degree okay. in policing. So most of our police force in the last 10 years all have tertiary education. Like every single one in New South Wales, every police officer for the last 10 years has an associate degree. They have studied for 18 months. Um, and they've also trained at the police academy for 18 months. Hmm. So it's quite, like, intensive training. Like, you live at the police academy. That's what you do all day, every day. <laughs> like, hmm. you don't do anything else. Um, and I think because my dad was in the police force, my dad's best friend was a federal police officer, my dad's cousin was um, chief detective inspector of his local area command. Wow. Um, he worked in a, our Middle Eastern gang unit, which helped, um, 
communicate with the local uh, Middle Eastern uh, communities in our area. So he established that. They recently got rid of that because they decided that it was xenophobic and racist. Mm. Uh, I was like, maybe it's just the way they operated it. That was the problem. I don't think it was the unit itself. (laughs) But it was kind of, they had um, Middle Eastern women who were in the police force working in this unit to help communicate with those who couldn't speak English, um, to help build community resources. Yeah, so it was quite important in Western yeah. Sydney, but they dismantled that because probably the way that they were operating it, not yeah. because of the concept. So, Well, that's crazy. Um, so yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, and so I think that was really influential. Um, I was really into the study of crime, so that's why I did criminology mm. um, and sociology. So I just really love sociology in general. I did sociology for year 11 and 12 in high school. And my teacher was just so passionate. I was just like, this is what I want to keep studying. Like, I love this. So I went to uni and did three years of sociology. No, I respect that. I respect that. That's what I originally wanted to do. I wanted to, when I was younger, well, when I was really young and me and my best friend, uh, we were going through school. I was like, hey, Zach, you know, like we should be video game creators because we loved video games and stuff. And like, (laughs) that's, you know, the dream job and people don't understand. I mean, I personally don't understand what that takes, but you know, as time went on, we're like, oh, we probably won't do that. Even though, you know, it was just (laughs) something fun because my last name is King, of course, and his last name has heart in it. And so we're going to be King of Heart Games or something like that. Oh, that's cool. And like, it was going to be really cool. I'm like, I've played all this out and he's like, yeah, this is neat. But then, you know, we, our paths kind of differ. And so anyway, it didn't happen. But, um, uh, the older I got, the more I enjoyed watching like crime shows and like super hardcore, like serial killer stuff. And like, that that makes me sound really weird, but I I just really enjoyed, you know, the psychology behind people and kind of like how they thought. And like, I try to understand why some people might've killed people in the way that they did. And even though it's super grotesque and whatnot, I just found that interesting for some reason. Yeah, like I, I definitely like, yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to sound weird, but like, I'm not going to go out and kill someone. Like I can never, ever do that. It's just the, the well, brain. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I promise dude. Like my wife can attest that I'm a very kind hearted person. And dude, like I feel bad for just like squashing a bug. I'm one of those guys. Like I'm like, Oh, like I'm sorry. But, um, it's, it's just like the way that the brain works and the way that people can draw conclusions that verify what they're doing. That's what fascinates me. And so yeah. I, I never went into school to go into police. I went in for other things, but um, I've always wanted to, I always thought that that would be cool to be in like the, uh, um, like uh, CSI or, or not CSI, but um, yeah. FBI. There we go. Or something like uh, that. Something that. The BAU? <laughs> whatever you guys call it. <laughs> no, that's what it is at, FBI, at Quantico. It's the behavioral analysis unit. There it was go. established by John Douglas and Rob Ressler, who were psychologists. And they basically were the foundation for um, criminal profiling. Wait, in, isn't that, in America. Uh, isn't that Mind uh, Hunter? Mind Hunter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did yeah. watch that. They are real really people. They are okay. real people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching it, and I remember now. I remember you know all of that, but at the time I didn't remember it. But I, I wish that they would do a third season of that because it was really good. Sadly, got canceled. But um, they canceled it. Yeah, they canceled it after season two. I'm not sure if oh. it's because, because I mean to be fair, season two wasn't as good as season one. But at the same time, I feel like that they could have kept going with it and they would have gained more traction because it, for what it was, it was mature enough to really get you into it if you cared about that yeah. stuff. 
Yeah. So that's my dad really enjoys it. Um, do you need me to record anything on my end? No, no, you're good. Oh, I was just panicking. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, if you would <laughs> like to start recording <laughs> your audio or whatever, I, that's fine. Um, I would just need to know, but you don't have to worry about that. If you don't want to do it, I'm please just don't worry it. about it. All right. Oh, do you record on your end? I'm, I'm recording right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I've that's been doing all that on my then. end, and yeah, don't worry about it if you don't want to. It's all good. I, it was really funny. I've had people in the past and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I recorded everything and they sent it to me. And I'm like, I wish I would have known that because then I could have muted you on my end and then it would have been easy. But it's like, I'm not going to go through and cut every little time you talk. Like, that takes way too much work. Way yeah, too much work I for what Zencast, I'm trying to do. So uh, it Zencast, just like okay. both, both channels. It has video. I do. Yeah. But um, for a while, you couldn't turn the video off recording oh, so weird. it was really choppy and glitchy and people would drop out but now you can not record the video which makes mm -hmm. it a lot easier but yeah anyway so my dad because he was in the police force mm -hmm. is very into um like forensic psychology and whatnot and he got me into all that stuff when i was because mm. i like mine probably started with watching silence of the lambs when i was like nine ah yeah good, so movie, good movie i saw that when i was a kid and watching clarice be this really incredibly strong woman but also vulnerable mm -hmm. um to an extent because you know she's she's quite in she's quite intelligent so she knows that vulnerability is intelligence and emotional intelligence as well yes and i think that that really inspired me and i was just like oh wow that's that's what i want to be and um i got into criminal minds when it first started okay, so okay. i was watching that um i was convinced when i was like 17 that i was going to give up my australian citizenship move to america join the <laughs> fbi and be a criminal profiler at the at the au that's funny i mean that's how, I mean, that's that's, how that's badly i wanted it that's a good goal to have <laughs> it's just kind of funny to me that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna literally move across the world for this that's just it, it's to funny be a to criminal me. profiler yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, so do they not have something like that in <laughs> australia or did you just it's... really want to go to the states because it's the states um, in Australia, our forensic science units are usually outsourced to private laboratories. Uh, okay. So they'll do, there's like forensic labs everywhere. So there's no actual, there's like crime investigation units and they like pick up the like evidence and whatnot, but they bag it and send it to an external lab. There's nothing within the police force to do that. Uh, so yeah. And so most of your crime technicians here are your everyday police that have just been trained to be able to do crime scene analysis as well. So they're trained in like forensic photography, gathering uh, evidence, um, taking fingerprints. So we don't have actual units like in the States where they send out like a, look, people don't get murdered that often here. So like it's, it's yeah, often, yeah. but um, not that they need to have dedicated police force units for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and criminal profiling, we just haven't had a serial killer here since Ivan Milat. So there's no need for a criminal profiler here, to be honest. I don't even really think in the States there is either at the moment because sure. the um, the prolification of serial killing was in the 70s and that's mm -hmm. when criminal profiling started. Um, yeah. It's still really interesting to discuss the uh, like forensic psychology of criminals, but um, the position of criminal profiling is just null and void here. So mm. um, there'd be no need for me to really do that. Yeah. Like forensic psychology is cool because you can you go in and you're actually, um, you know, you're doing analysis on your inmates or people who are trying to go for an insanity plea or whatever, you know, that and that's what you need a forensic psychologist for or a forensic psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
yeah, they're all outsourced in our police force. So there's no one really trained or dedicated within our force besides like your everyday police officer. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've spoken to uh, one or two people from New Zealand and given New Zealand's a little different than Australia, but I feel like for the most part, you guys are the same in terms of like crime presence. Like he was telling me that in New Zealand, you could like the odds of a crime happening are so low that like you could leave your door wide open at night for the most part and everything's like no one's going to come in like your crime rates and like the way that people treat other people there is just so much better than over here in the States. If you go to a city, like I, I live on the outskirts of Seattle. If I was to leave my door unlocked, I mean, odds are someone wouldn't break in, but at the same time, there's that fear there because I'm in a big city. And so it's, it's like, I, again, I'm not sure what it's like over there, like what your actual percentage to like people to crime ratio is or whatever that terminology is. But it's yeah. uh, I, I've heard that you guys have almost almost no crime, kind of like you said. And for the most part, serial killers and stuff like we haven't. I can't think of one since like maybe the 70s or 80s, you know? Yeah. Ivan Malat was the last one here and that was the 90s, like late, Evan late 80s, early in- yeah, so he was the backpacker killer. So he actually inspired the movie Wolf Creek. So, but, oh, uh, isn't that yeah. the movie with? Isn't that with um, John Jarrett? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, yes, but didn't they make a new or like a more recent one with that? Yeah, there's Wolf Creek too. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of one with um, who's the dude who plays Hawkeye? His name's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, um, uh, I don't know his name, but I can picture him in my head. I'm not sure. Jeremy yeah. Renner. Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, uh, yeah, 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 Jeremy Renner. Um, he was in one that I thought was Wolf Creek or something like that. Oh, um, maybe I'm just maybe I'm drawing. He he played in a movie that dealt with Native Americans, so it probably wasn't this, but it dealt with Native Americans and them just like going missing, and apparently it was some killer. Maybe oh, I'm, wow. Maybe I'm drawing a complete... Maybe it's one of those things where, like, I'm putting two different actors, you know, like... And you're just like, is it the same? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I've heard of Wolf Creek and stuff, but i never heard of yeah, Ivan. it's pretty... T- yeah. Ivan Malat. Yeah. yeah, he recently passed away, thank goodness, because, mm. you know, it, um, in Australia, you know, keeping someone incarcerated is a lot of money, and I'm assuming in the States it is as well. Like, our that. incarceration rates are very different to America because we don't have a war on drugs here. So, yeah, <laughs> um, that's going to yeah. change here soon. I'm, that's becoming more and more Hopefully. legalized here. It's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, like, um, I don't, I don't drugs understand. are becoming. Yeah, drugs aren't a bit. It depends. Drugs of addiction are a big problem here. We had our heroin epidemic uh, during the eighties, and that kind of just slowly, like, dropped off. Because uh, we de- we decriminalized the use of heroin, so we opened needle exchanges, we opened safe injecting rooms, um, and that really helped uh, destigmatize heroin addiction here. And so I think it kind of also helped with the rate of people becoming addicted and relapsing. Hmm. So that's been it's it's. I did a study. Uh, not I did a study. I read a study in um, my second year of university about it. Because uh, we've had safe injecting rooms since the nineties. Really? As, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't know that. Because yeah. I know, I know Oregon, the state of Oregon, is trying to make it to where hard drugs are decriminalized. 
kind yeah. of to the same like I'm, I'm not entirely sure what it is i tried to have a conversation with someone earlier uh maybe a month or two about it and they weren't really sh- too uh entirely sure of how it worked either but it almost sounds like they're trying to do what you guys are doing with heroin safe injection yeah. rooms or safe consumption rooms or whatever that's called like of course if you have more than personal use amounts which is very yeah. very small then of course you'll get charged with with um dealing but like if you yeah, just have like hand. a gram or something of i i don't know drugs were ever like a gram of cocaine or whatever then like you're okay like because that's yeah. personal consumption rather than yes. dealing yeah. so yeah. i'd be interested i'd be interested to know on your just based off your studies and of course this is you know your studies and stuff and you sound very educated you know with police <laughs> and stuff so i would assume that you know you know a decent amount about this but like do they find that decriminalizing heroin because or I'm not sure of other other hard drugs that you guys have um, decriminalized, but at least with heroin, none. none really. Yeah. Wow. Heroin is the only drug that was not necessarily decriminalized, but destigmatized. Destigmatized. Okay. Um, yeah, through oh. different um, community projects. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that was a smart move? And of course, this is your opinion. And if you don't want to give that, that's fine. But do you feel like that's something that is good, or do you feel like it is? harmful or like good with harmful effects or like how do you see that any decriminalization and use of any drugs is going to have a harmful impact that that goes without saying um i don't know who that was uh, i didn't see anyone so <laughs> me <close>. neither. <laughs> um you know there's going to be harmful impacts with drug use whatsoever and i think that if we're de-escalating these impacts in any way that we can then that's where we're going to have positive outcomes well, not positive outcomes but the the right outcomes for that individual okay and um so heroin is a lot of the other drugs haven't been decriminalized here weed is a massive like police issue here like they have such a problem with it here um not necessarily it's a epidemic proportion of weed use it's just like the police hate it so much like i I don't know why Mm. Um, there's one state in Australia that has legalized marijuana, um, and that's our capital state where our like government head of government is. It's the capital of Australia. Like our parliament sits there every week, um, and they're the only state that has said you can grow marijuana and smoke it for personal use. It's hmm. interesting to me. And our state, um, our state is run by a government party called Liberal, which. Don't get it confused with actual liberals. They are more so the Republicans of Australia. So they're our ultra conservatives. Some, our Labor Party, which is our like Democratic Party, is really just a centrist party. Um, And then we have our Greens, who I think globally um, in that context are very similar. Yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the Greens are constantly lobbying for decriminalization of of marijuana for decriminalization of uh, recreational drugs like MDMA and ecstasy pills. Um, so our liberal government is adamantly against it, even though um, two years ago there was, they brought in a board of um, like a, a board of experts to talk about decriminalizing recreational pills at music festivals and bringing in pill testing so that these people could test their pills without the worry of being arrested. Okay. Because um, when I was younger, like I was a recreational drug user, uh, 
for about maybe 18 months. I got over it pretty quickly. Uh, and it was a trauma response. Like, mm-hmm. I know why I was doing it. Okay. And I could jump on the internet. I could go to pillreport.com.au and I could look up whatever pill my friends were selling that weekend and there would be reviews about, like, the uh, what the person felt, how they felt the next day, what ingredients are in it. So people were testing them. So they mm. could list the ingredients of these pills and you could go, oh, no, that's got heroin in it. I don't want to touch that. Oh, that's got crystal meth in it. I don't want to touch that. And so, like, people, it was was so educational, like, that I could basically decide whether or not I was going to take those drugs or not. Yeah. And kids nowadays don't have that. They don't have this website because Mm -hmm. the New South Wales government, well, the Australian government basically took it down. And it's just like, okay, now there's kids in my day were not overdosing at music festivals on pills. But Mm. we lose maybe 10 kids every year now to overdoses because they're, you know, dumping all of their pills and taking them all so that they don't get arrested or caught by a sniffer dog. Um, they're taking them and not knowing what's in them. They're, um, you know, I don't feel anything, so I'm going to take another six. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, okay, we need to do something because it's not the drugs. It's the fact that our government is taking that autonomy away from these people to decide whether they're going to recreationally use drugs or not. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I, I might view it maybe a little more conservatively. Um, yeah. I, I think that we... Because uh, here's the thing. If the government, if every government in the world tried to fight drugs, then maybe we would have a little different story. But, I mean, I, I've had family and stuff that have... Um, they've been affected by different uses of say alcohol and cigarettes and stuff like that and of course those aren't necessarily drugs in and of themselves or like hard drugs but like to an extent you could consider that a drug you know kind of with the same effects and stuff you know they inebriate you or they give you a high and stuff and i've had family that have been really affected by that stuff and family family members that have died because of that and so i just i have this like uh, drugs are just bad and to be (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, well, I mean, you know, just because I, I you know, family loss and stuff. And so, yeah. I, I, of course, we will never be able to fully eradicate it because there's always going to be people who are producing them because it, yes. it is a very, there is a very high demand for drugs because you can make a lot of money for or with them if you're the seller, yeah. and, you know? And so like, there's always going to be that, that desire to make stupid amounts of money, you know, like Pablo Escobar, for example, that man had so much money. He could wipe his butt with thousand dollar bills. If that was the thing. And he wouldn't even yeah. bat an eye because, you know, he made so much money. And so I, I view it as I would love to see some sort of destigmatizing maybe, or at least, you know, with heroin, like, of course, you know, try and encourage people, hey, you know, like this probably isn't the best thing for you. But at the same time, you know, like if this is your thing, it's your thing. And we want to at least provide you a safe place to do it. You know, a safe place for you to stay until your high is over to where you won't be potentially a nuisance or anything. I want to tell you this story because it kind of makes me laugh, but it it also helps uh, maybe you see my point a little bit more of just kind of where I stand with everything. I went to, Mm. I I used to live in Portland or at least south of Portland, uh, Oregon. And um, are you familiar with the rapper NF? No. No. Okay. So my brother's super into him. He's he's pretty good in my opinion. I'm not really big into rap, but I like him. And my brother really wanted to go see him. I was like, yeah, sure. And so we went to this concert uh, that he was, or you know, he was the main 
person or whatever. I'm not a big concert person either, so I don't know the lingo. <laughs> and so we were standing in downtown Portland in line because that's what people do. You know, they want to try and get the best seat or whatever. And there's this guy on the other side of the road. Uh, it was kind of one of those like small little one lane roads or whatever. So, you know, like the, the curbs are close together and this guy is walking down. You could tell he was a drug user just by the way he was walking. And he seemed like he wasn't in his right mind and whatnot. And he went into this little like alcove or whatever that the building has, you know, like an entranceway or whatever. And his pants are down by his past his butt. And it looks like he's just taking a really long leak. You know, like it looks like he's just pissing in the corner. And, and then I see his belt come off. And I was like, wait, what is he doing? And the dude is shooting up heroin midday. Yeah. And I was like, poor guy. And he turns around and he takes his belt off and he's like, don't do heroin kids. And kind of like yeah. slumps over. I'm like, that's like, if you're that far, I never want you to ever get that far because that stuff can ruin your life. But yeah. if you are going to do it, I at least want to have a place to where if you want to do it, if that's the choice that you are making, because it is your choice, then at least I want you to be safe, you know, have yeah. clean needles and, you know, be able to give you a place to play around in or whatever you do when you're high and to be able to wait until that thing, that high comes down to where you're quote unquote back to normal. And so I say that, to, you know, kind of just help you to see where I'm coming from a little bit. Yeah, like, no, I would, I totally I would love, I would love to be able to give people, cause I mean, we can't take away someone's choice necessarily. I don't think that we can ever do that because people are always going to find a way to do it. So we kind of have to give them a, a choice, like the ability and kind of, funnel them if you will to this place to be able to do it yeah and that's what um in sydney um during the 80s because my dad worked at um one of the barracks in that area so he would have to patrol uh king's cross which was at the time the hub for everything it was the hub for sex work for for drugs for partying um everything the biggest crime that happened in Australia during the 80s was all in King's Cross. Wow. And um, so my dad would have to patrol to basically pick up other army dudes and get them out of strip clubs. And, like, if they started a fight, like, my dad would have to go and arrest them down there. So my dad would have to patrol through there a lot. And so he's seen a lot of the drug use and a lot of the impact that um, gentrification does have on these areas as well, where people aren't given safety where homelessness occurs, where, you know, during the 80s and 90s, how much was people's trauma being dealt with? Like, not at all. Like, we had a gay panic during the 80s here and at least 25 gay men were killed in King's Cross and their bodies gone and their killers never found. So it's like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's pretty nuts. Um, And so, like, I I, I have so much empathy for drug users um, and drug addicts. Because, like, I've been there with recreational drugs, but never in an addiction per se. Mm. And, um, well, not one that I'd be like, oh, I was heat's bad. Yeah. And, uh, but my mother has. And mm. so um, I don't speak with my mother. We're estranged. But still, I can still, emp- like, empathize with her and why she was there. And, you know, um, she was always safe for her drug use, uh, in her drug use, you know, when she was using. And mm-hmm. I just hope that. Everybody as humans are um, should have that privilege and should have that opportunity to be safe and um, be offered mental health care. And in Australia, we're super, super lucky um, that our government does give us, you know, uh, free free health care yeah. um, to an extent. And 
if you're basically below the poverty line, your mental health care is paid for. Oh, that's nice. It's, yeah, because um, we do what's called bulk billing, um, which is through our Medicare service. So basically you can go to the doctors um, and the government pays for it. Yeah, or you that'd can, be nice. But, yeah, it's usually $100 to go see a doctor. You mm-hmm. know, like, if you're yeah, not an expensive. Australian citizen, it's, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, it's nuts. So, yeah, the, hmm. the one thing that I would... And, and I, I, I'm just saying this because when people say universal healthcare, I love that idea. I love the idea of everyone just kind of helping each other out. Like me personally, yeah. I'm fine with that. The one thing though is like, for example, my wife, she needs a shot every month or every three months, I think it is. And it's a rather expensive shot. And, you know, even with our insurance that we have, we, we still have to pay a little bit out of pocket. And it's like, I wonder if the government would pay for that, you know? And like, of course it, it, without giving much information, it's like, oh, it could or they can't. But like, that's kind of the thing that I always imbibe. It's like, if we have a universal healthcare, I wonder if they would pay for that. Or like, what about the people that literally need the $10,000 pill every month or the $10,000 pill every week? It's like, does the government pay for that? Because I mean, if you think about it, there are some people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars every month just in medical bills I would, of course, love to help them. But at the same time, it's like then universally, like you're taken away from someone else. That's I mean, I'm not saying that to say I'm against it because I would love for it to work, at least if everyone got it. That That's just it, it's just hard for me to wrap my mind around because being here in the States, we have privatized health care. But, you know, both. You, you, you really do have both. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh. We have both. <laughs> okay, then I'll stop I talking. Have, <laughs> I have access to both. Oh, I did not know um, that. I thought it was so only private, no, We have both, and 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 I think that's um, the misconception that uh, when Americans are like, yeah, but look at look at Australia and their healthcare system, and it's like, ah, uh, mate, we get universal healthcare and private healthcare. Like, I pay for insurance. I pay sixty dollars a month for my health insurance. It covers my dental, my optical, um, my physiotherapy, my chiropractor. Like, uh, it. I sometimes have to pay a gap on some of those services, but it's only like 30 bucks. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. But if Medicare, say, um, (laughs) with Medicare, say I needed to go to hospital and have surgery to have cancer removed. Covered. Radiotherapy Mm. for cancer. Covered. (laughs) Like Mm. the government pays for me to go and do that. Say I get into a car accident and an ambulance has to take me to hospital. Guess how much I pay? Nothing. Nothing. Because my private health insurance gives me unlimited ambulance rides every year if I need them. Mm, see, see, that's okay. I, I'm, I'm liking that idea more. Having both, <laughs> I like that idea a whole yeah. lot more. It's yeah, just we because have both. it's just because I, I have heard like I know Canada, for example, they are very selective with their universal health care, or it takes a, uh, an incredibly long time. Like my one yeah. of my good friends lives. Uh, up in Canada, and he had this thing with his uh, throat. He would just like be coughing all the time. Ultimately, what happened is, uh, you know, it was some weird like um, heartburn thing, and the doctor didn't even know what was oh, going on. Yeah, it, kind of like that's <clears throat> what you would think. That's what you would think. But the doctor's like, I don't think that's it. He's like, I don't even know yeah. what it is. But anyway, it took him over six months just to get an appointment for the doctor to go and get oh, that wow. looked at. And I was like, wait, like it, you're really gonna? He's like, I I don't know what else to do. Like that's all I can do. And like that's the that's the horror. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean to turn this into like no. a healthcare thing. It's just I I no, would love for, I would love for it to work. But I have heard the like horror stories. But I'm yeah. also not educated enough 
because you know i don't live in these other countries so it's like it's no yeah. there's no point in me learning about it but it's like it would be really cool if like when when they say universal everything was covered and it was like when you yeah. need it that would be prime and ideal ours is based on your salary and how much you earn really so okay. um but not in saying that either because some people who have like the top tier private health insurance can go to a private hospital and have whatever they want done or they can wait in the public health system which is mm. fine the public health system's okay where i live um our, we've had to build new hospitals so we're having a new hospital built because our population is just growing at an exponential rate mm. and so our hospitals and our services can't really cater to a lot of things like um, my younger sister has endometriosis and she wasn't able to get in at a gynecologist in my city so she had to travel an hour and a half to go see one because she needed to see one as soon as possible yeah. kind of thing because she needs to get um basically emergency surgery done yeah um, and so she will get to jump the line because of the um how important it, and critical it is that she goes and gets oh. this surgery done as soon as possible because it can make her incredibly sick yeah um, my grandma has to wait 12 months for cataract surgery, which is fine. In the private system, she'd probably have to wait six. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. Kind of like a give and our, take almost. Yeah, it really just depends what you're having done. Gotcha. So I um, when I was 18, I crushed my occipital nerve between my vertebrae. So mm. your occipital nerve basically carries your pain receptors around your entire body. Wow. And brings it back to like your, like whatever processes pain for you. Mm -hmm. And so I had migraines for like a month. I was throwing up. I couldn't eat. Um, I went to hospital um, and I was in there for like two days. I had a, like a lumbar puncture done, like a spinal tap. I had x-rays. I had CT scans. I had all this stuff done and didn't pay a single cent when I checked out. Good. So it's like, and it also, like, if you are living in, like, abject poverty here, you are not excluded from healthcare. You are not excluded. Hmm. There is emergency dental. There is optical options. Like, everyone is catered for here. Everyone really is. So it's like, if I can't afford to get my, like, say I have a, a, an infected wisdom tooth and I need it out and I've got no money, I've just lost my job. Mm -hmm. I can go to an emergency dentist that's covered by the government. Mm. And I fill out this Medicare form, and they're like, yep, cool, no worries, we'll take you to that for you. Wow. That's yeah. really nice. I, I like that. Yeah. I, like, I like the idea. I really no do. one is excluded. It's, but if you've got you know, top-tier private health insurance, you can opt to go into the private healthcare system, which is your option. Like, you're paying yeah. for that service, you're allowed to go and do that. I don't have an issue with that. I'm like bottom tier health insurance because I need new glasses every year. Uh, I have to get scans on my eyes every year. Uh, and, and I have a full-time job, so I can afford to pay the gap on my dental or um, at my physio. Yeah. It's, it's not an issue. But like my grandma needs to get physio done and she's on an aged, like an age pension and her physio is covered by her, by her pension, like by the fact that she's on a pension. So she needs to go see a physio. It's bulk billed. She doesn't have to pay for it. Mm. Man, Just I give really... me one second. Who's no, knocking? No Dad? Hello? Someone yeah, I heard that know. too. I was like, wait, Knox? It's a Probably ghost. My youngest niece. Yeah, I do have a ghost in my house. So. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. You what? <laughs> Who's that creepy? She doesn't guy? even say it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, who are you doing to? I told her already what I'm doing. Bugger off, Luna. But yeah, um, yeah, so I, I, I feel quite 
lucky to be here. Like, there's issues with our society, don't get me wrong. I think there's issues with every society, to be honest. Well, yeah, well, the fact that, you know, uh, we colonised Australia and killed, like, four to six million Indigenous people. Yeah, but we, know, nobody they, here notices that. Yeah, like, we're trying to brush that. out under the rug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and I'm not one of those those people. I'm just like, no, 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 like yeah. fuck you. Like, <laughs> um, I've become very confrontational in my um calling people out on their bullshit lately. Mm. I don't, I don't know why. I don't. <laughs> it's just like. I think I got to 31 and I was like, oh, I'm sick of people's shit. Like, I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it anymore. So shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. take your racist bullshit somewhere else. No, I so get that. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> no, I get that. I'm kind of the same way, but I'm also more reserved. Like, if I see something, like, I'll call it out. But at the same time, I kind of, in my head, I, do, I like dialogue with myself. What? Yeah. Well, get your boots. Oh, my goodness. Just open the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny nightmare oh, it's all good they just want to be in the action i know well what are you what are you doing in here then no can you put them on the outside of my room here we go can you shut my door please yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny do they just she like to bother you all the time no, they they came over last night because my um my sister was having a night out with the girls mm. that she goes to like school with. Okay. Uh, that she studies with, and so um my brother in law was just at home without them, so they both had a night without kids. Nice. And they deserve it. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, they came yeah. over for a movie night. Um, what did we watch? Um, we watched Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah, Dude, all the old Pokemon else movies. Oof, chef's kiss. Oh, they love them. They love okay. them. Okay. They're so funny. But yeah, um, the only thing that I hate in Australia, besides like our actual systemic and institutionalized issues, mm-hmm. um, is that my dad's generation, which is the baby boomer gem- generation in Australia, mm-hmm. my dad was like at the end of the boomers, um, they got free education, like free university education. Wow. And now I'm $100,000 in student debt. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's weird that. I, I've never understood education because we don't have anything like that in the States in terms of you get X amount of uh, money back or like, you know, forgiven or whatever it is with education. I know that our president is trying to push a thing to where they forgive at least $10,000 in government loans, which I mean, is a step forward. It's good. Yeah. Um, do you have, and there, this was a big thing that Bernie Sanders was trying to argue for. Um, they want to give free um community college education compared to like giant state universities is it all just the same for you guys yeah okay um so we have different levels of education so you obviously go through your primary and secondary school so Mm -hmm. primary is basically your elementary and middle school joined okay and then high school is your like high school like secondary is grade 7 to 12 okay so you're all in one school. And that's because there are so many schools, but, like, America is so – there's so much more people. Like, there are so many more people. So there's a lot of people there was, here. Yeah. In my graduating year, there was only, like, 120 kids. That's maybe less. than mine. I went to a small oh, really? little pri- – yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. I went to a small little private school, and I think I graduated, like, 20 kids. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. small. So, yeah. We don't have that many private schools. Where I live, there's maybe seven or eight private schools. 
maybe, okay. give or take. Yeah. Um, then there's like a selective high school, which is like where your smart kids go. Uh, and then the nerds. <laughs> the nerds. <laughs> I think my youngest niece will probably go there because she's quite smart. Good for her. Um, and I went to the performing arts high school. So um, there's like one every, in every city, mm-hmm. like a performing arts school. So I went to our local one. I'm incredibly lucky because in where I live, um, there are some very, very obvious um, disparities in education delivery, depending where you live here. Mm, so that's unfortunate. And like my city is not that big. Like my city is not that big at all compared yeah. to other major cities. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird for us just to learn the differences in education between like Seattle, Washington, the state, the state of Washington and even Oregon, because my wife and I went to school in Oregon and she went through the education program down there. And she said that even some of the stuff that they had to learn and like the ways and like, of course, trying to be vague because I'm not even sure how it works. Like, let's just say, you know, Oregon teaches A, but then Washington teaches B. And it's just like that, yeah. that difference is so vast in, in like we border, you know, like we share a border, Washington yeah. and Oregon. And it's just like, why is it so different? Why can't it be more normalized or at least have the same generalized, you know, education, if you will. And like, I understand, you know, it, the difference between say, you know, like the Northwest and like the Southeast or something like that, you know, there's, yeah. there's probably different, you know, historical bits or something like that, or, you know, whatever it is, but why does it have to be so different? Why can't it be more, you know, like, this is what you're going to teach and this is how you're going to do it kind of thing, because everyone needs to learn the same stuff. You can't just like pick and yeah. choose what they need to learn. Everyone's a human. They need to learn the same That's stuff. That's really interesting you say that because I'm actually studying my master's in education at the moment. Okay. And so, yeah, so I'm going back to what my original plan was before I started this job. Cool. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be a history and sociology teacher. Nice. Let's do it. And so and it's really big because in Australian work culture is you get a job, you stay there for the rest of your life. Ew. Like it's ch- changing careers at 32 in Australian work culture is taboo. Like, really? It's a big fat no. Like everyone is against it. Like you've got to be loyal to the company that's employed you. You've got to stay there for 35 years. You get your 10 years, you get your long service leave, you get a medal, whatever. Like that's how working is for the generation above me. Wow. But my generation is meant to have like seven different career changes Mm. um, on average, like expected career changes. And like that thought is inconceivable to the generation above me and the one above that. And like my dad, um, who recently had a career change. And I was just like, well, dad, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so working here is like, yeah, you literally get, you, you get a degree if you want, you go and work at a bank for the rest of your life. And that's where you stay. Like, that's how, that's what working looks like in this country. You do your mm-hmm. nine to five, you work hard, you kiss the boss's ass and off you go. Whereas I am the complete opposite. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's weird because I mean, really weird it's it's kind of like that in the states. It's it's not. It sounds like you guys are like very just boom, cut and dry. That's what it is. In the states, it's a little different. It's you get like a entry level job, you know, like say at McDonald's or you know at like a Target or something like that. And of course, there are some people who will choose that for the rest of their life. You know, more power to them. But it, it's it's like you get an entry level job. You know, usually around high school or you know early college and then after college you might get another thing that's like an internship or something that might you know just kind of be another job and then it is until i'll say 30 that's a very vague and rough uh age to kind of like 
group everyone together, but let's just say 30 is when that's when you really hit your stride. That's where you find the job that you're going to stay at. And unless if there's really bad things or corrupt corporate or, you know, corrupt people, you stay there until, you know, you're 40 or 50. And then maybe you kind of go off to the side and do a little gardening or something like that. It, <laughs> that that's kind of what, that's kind of what it seems to be. You know, you get maybe one or two or three jobs and there are so many people you know, younger, I'm 26 or many people younger than me who are like, I just, I want to be able to find a job and that's going to be the job that I do. And regardless of what it is, I need to make this amount of money, you know, and, and I'm not trying to get into the, the, uh, argument with, you know, raise the minimum wage thing or, you know, inflation or anything like that. I'm just trying to say that like so many people are set that they don't necessarily want to work. If you will, they just yeah. want to have a job. And I think there's a huge difference in both of those terms. Yeah, and I, I feel like that kind of stems from the idea of just like people aren't, it, 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 this isn't the sole reason, but people aren't necessarily educated the correct way. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what it kind of comes down to, but I don't think that's the sole reason. But it's just, it, it's so interesting that you guys are so, you you get the job, doesn't it almost doesn't matter what age you are and you just stick with it. But I mean, in the States, it's, yeah. in in the states, it's kind of the same, but it's kind of going more towards maybe where you're at. I don't know. I, I I guess I'm not really sure where I say why I say everything, but maybe just to kind of talk it out in my head. But hey, I I, I kind of like how you guys do it though, because I don't see anything wrong with necessarily picking one job and you stay with it, because then you're going to be a pro at that thing, whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, hey, it's if- more we don't diversify our life, like not lifestyle, but our work culture and our work lifestyle, like. So in Australia, you it's compulsory that you stay at school until you're 18 years old. You have to do your high school certificate no matter what. So that's similar to what your, I think your GED is or... Um, uh, kind of. Some kids I, will drop What are you doing out. your senior year? Yeah, so, so what happens is you go through high school, ninth grade to 12th grade or whatever, and if you stick yeah. with it, then you get your high school diploma. If you drop out for yeah. whatever reason, then you have the ability to go and take your GED, which is kind of just like, all right, just prove that you're smart enough to know all this information. And if you pass and yeah. you get your GED, but that's if people drop out for whatever reason and they don't have to do the GED. It's just to kind of say, Hey, I can do this. So, yeah. So here, uh, you're, you have to be at school compulsory until you get your high school certificate, which is your high school diploma. So you sit a bunch of exams. Mm-hmm. If you want to leave before that, you have to have an apprenticeship. Wow. You have to have a, um, I don't know what it's called, like a an internship doing something or okay. a full-time job. You are not really? allowed to leave without filling that criteria. That's kind of nice, though. I like that like, they give you, you the ability. You are not legally allowed to leave. Wow. Like, you have to stay in school, otherwise child services will come to your house. I like that. I, I like that yeah. they I like that they give you the ability to continue education, but they also say yeah. you have to do it unless if you're literally doing something to better yourself. Exactly. I like so that. you can leave to go to TAFE, which is our it's like a tertiary education, but it's like um it's not university. It's more like your community college. So you go do your diplomas in entertainment and arts management or diploma in community services. And you can use those diplomas to get into university later in life if you want. Um, So you can leave if you are going to do another form of tertiary education, i.e. vocational school. So you can go to do that instead. But if you're not, you're not allowed to just drop out for funsies anymore. You were when I was at school. You were allowed to just be like, I don't want to go to year 12, so I'm leaving. You were allowed to do that then. 
Mm. Uh, I stayed to year 12. My sister did year 10 and left to go do a, um, I don't know, I don't know what she did. Um, She was doing like a certificate of admin, uh, business admin services, and she was working full time at a real estate agent. So like she was, she, my dad was like, no, you can't just drop out. You have to have a job if you think you're leaving. And so my parents, or well, my dad, because he was a single parent raising us, mm-hmm. um, he was very adamant, like, you are not just leaving school to shit kick. Like, I'm not letting you do that. Like, you have to have a job. Good. And so my sister was like, fuck it, I'm going to find a job so I can leave school. Yeah. And so in the summer break between, like, when she finished year 10 and when she would have started year 11, she found a job. <laughs> so she was like, ah, I don't have to go back to school. So my dad signed her off and was like, cool. Yeah, so you're allowed to leave. No worries. Um but I went to year 12. I was very conventional and traditional. And um, so when you get to year 12, when you finish year 12, you can take a gap year, which is quite common for most um, graduates of high school. So you take a gap year, you get into university and then you defer for a year and you come back the next year. And so most people travel in that time. It's obviously a very privileged um, experience. Yeah. <laughs> I was not one of those kids. So I went straight <laughs> into university. <laughs> Um, I got into the degree that I wanted, which is, you know, um, I think most of the kids that were in my year at school went to university, which is awesome. Or um, some of them actually were even studying at the Conservatorium of Music in Sydney. Um, Some became teachers. I was going to be a lawyer in primary school. You are to do so many different things. It's crazy. <laughs> I have ADHD, so like my life course changed, changed like uh, parts about twenty times while I was a kid. Yeah, hey, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It was all in the same vein of things, though. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I could do this, or maybe I could do that. And so I went and did my degree, and then um, I took a year off between my second and third year, um, just for mental health purposes. I failed an entire year of university. Because uh, I was partying, so instead of graduating, I didn't do anything, and I wasted ten thousand dollars. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, at least you had a good time, right? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, just a cracking time. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and because I I grew up like um, yeah, it it was like a just a traumatic time that time period that one year. I was just like, I don't know how to deal with all of this stuff. So mm. I just partied and. I didn't hand in assignments. Like, I was going to class. I just wasn't achieving anything. And so I took a year off, the year after I failed. And then I went back and I graduated in what year? It's on my uh, 2012 I graduated. Hmm. So finally. At least you went (laughs) back. At least you went back. I did. I really wanted to get that done. So I did it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I could have done a lot better. I graduated hey. with a pretty poor GPA. <laughs> hey, I mean, you graduated. I mean, my GPA wasn't that great. I think my GPA was, if I'm being honest, it was probably like 2.9 because there were some classes I remember taking that I, so the one thing that I hate about college or university or whatever it's called is that they make you take basic classes to like be a more well-rounded person, but you have to pay for them. That is the thing yeah. that aggravates me. We don't do me. that here. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I wish that I could have skipped all that stuff because i mean if if i have to take these classes they should either be free or like the government should pay for it or like the institution should pay for it i shouldn't have to take these classes if i'm not going to use them for my degree if that's what i'm going if i'm going to school say for you know forensic psychology and i have to take history unless if i'm learning about the history of forensic psychology like 
I shouldn't have to pay for it. You know, it's just that like, is insane that they make you do that. It's so stupid, man. Like I, I cannot believe that. Like, wow. And here's the thing with most universities, they give you a four year program. And if I'm being honest, yeah. if you really work at it, you don't have to take all four years. You could do three years. Some, yeah. some majors or some areas might be a little bit longer because you have to take more classes. You know, like for example, at the school that I went to, I could have done a psychology degree easily in three years, like yeah. not even a second thought. But, you know, if I wanted to do, say, a forensic science, I would probably have to do four because there's a lot more yeah. that you have to learn. But the usually in a four year degree, the first two years, two years, if you will, maybe a year and a half is just prerequisites, sciences and, you know, maybe, yeah, it, history classes, you know, all this stupid stuff that you don't have to take. But to be a more well-rounded person is usually what it is. You have to pay for it and take these classes. Holy it's the stupidest shit. thing. And that's what brought down my GPA so much because I didn't care. If, as long as I got a C in the class and I passed, that's all I cared about. But that is insane. It's so stupid. It's a we dumbest thing. We don't have to do thing. that here. I hate that. I mean, I like that so you don't have, have to, but I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I had to go through it. I think that's why a lot of Americans do come and study here because they don't have to do those prerequisites because our education system for year 11 and 12 already teaches us those things. See, it, so that's what we, we have already to do. do that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we already we, do that. <laughs> we do that too. Like in 11th grade and 12th grade or, you know, the last two years of high school or whatever, we go through the same classes, but then when you go into college, you stop to do, do it. it I'm like, what's the point? Why not just, why not just make the classes in high school harder? So then I don't have to do it in college. It's that easy. Is that easy? But no, That's we just have to do prior, that is ex expected prior knowledge when you get to our degrees. So our degrees are three years yep. long, um, depending what you do, obviously. And if you do an honors degree, which is like an extra nine months on top of yeah, yeah. your existing degree. So you graduate with honors. Um, and so when I went into university, like we were doing introduction subjects in our first semester. So it was like introduction to crime and criminology, mm. introduction to sociology. And so there's no like having to do unrelated anything in our degrees. So lucky. So, and then you get all your electives. So you get to choose whatever else you want to do. So with my degree, I had, you have to do 12 subjects to get a major. So I did two, two majors. So that's already like um, 24 subjects already chosen um, that you have to do to get that. And then I could just do whatever else I wanted. Excuse me. What? <laughs> what? Which one? <laughs> On Dirty Pin Drive? Okay, tell mom I'll call her when I'm finished. Don't worry, I'll, I'll end it quick because it's something <laughs> they'll, you got no, to. No, no, they're going to a place center. She was oh. just letting me know they're going out. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Sweet. Um, um, yeah, and so you nuts. do that, and then you, you, you I, do, I was doing things like um, texts and traditions. So I was studying literature. I was studying, okay, thank you. Um, I did some psychology subjects. Yeah. I did, um, but then we had to do like ethics in policing and ethics in sociology. Mm -hmm. And so there's stuff that are very, it's all very specific to what you learn. But going back to high school, so Australia has a curriculum that covers, there's outcomes, aims, for the whole of the Australian um, education system. Mm -hmm. And then each state has its own syllabus based on those outcomes from the Australian curriculum. So everyone's basically learning the same things, but the New South Wales, like in the state that I live in, does it a little bit different to what Victoria or Queensland does it. Okay. But they all have to meet those educational outcomes of the Australian curriculum. 
So that you're doing your civics and citizenship, you're doing certain things with your history and your science, and there's outcomes that have that are guidelines for how the syllabus is structured. And so that's we're basically all learning the same thing, but just different Different content. Yeah, yeah, different ways and stuff. You know, like you might learn two plus two is four, but it might be different ways to get there. Is kind of what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like me in Year Ten history would have been doing different things to someone in Brisbane who was doing the same course. Gotcha. But we're still doing historical inquiry. We're doing inquiry-based learning. We're learning historical skills. We're learning um, ethical and moral questioning. Uh, we're doing lots of critical thinking. So, like, criti- those things are in the Australian curriculum that dictate what you teach in your state's curriculum. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So everyone's getting the same academic outcomes across the entire country. That sounds... It's very- yeah, yeah, it's like, I mean, unless if I'm just incredibly ignorant and really don't remember education, my my education, like, of course, the government has like a standard, you know, like, let's yeah. just say you have to know two plus two is four. But then each state can say, well, you know, in the state of Mississippi, you only have to understand that three plus three is six and that's it. Well, then in, say, Idaho, they might have to say, well, you know, if you need to learn three plus three is six, then you also need to know four plus four is eight. And it's like each state yeah. kind of... You know, and so I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. I could be totally wrong in this. I'm not an education major. I don't understand any of that. <laughs> you know, like I just went through it and I remember hating a lot of it. Um, but I want to ask real quick about your education, your your master's. How, how much yeah. longer are you going to take to be done with that? And then what do you want to use it for? Like, what do you want to go into? Um, so I've got, I finish in July next year. Oh, nice. So like just over a year. Nice. Um because masters in Australia is only a two-year degree. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I, I wasn't too sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah. it's probably yeah. the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It, it's just like you don't have to do the first couple prerequisite years, like I told yeah. you about. It's just you go straight through it, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I have a master's already in marketing. Wow, um, you're just <laughs> you're so much smarter than I am. <laughs> no, yeah, you no, are. I'm probably stupid. I'm probably no, 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 stupid no. because I'm not going to be using that marketing masters, and I'm going to be. Thirty-six thousand dollars in debt because of it, but <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, you got a lot more head knowledge than I do. I just know video games, and <laughs> I like I love to learn. I I do too. Um, yeah. I like the structure. I like mm-hmm. um, the routine. It's just oh, it ticks all of like the ADHD boxes for me. <laughs> oh, I get that. I, yeah. Uh, are you someone that can like sit in a lecture for like an hour and just like no. it? No, you don't like that. No. I love that. I, I love that so much. Um, all of mine's done digitally, so they pre they do it live via Zoom, but then they export the MP3 so I can listen to it later when I'm ready to listen to it. But, respect, um, I respect that. Yeah, it's just because I work full-time as well, it's really mm-hmm. hard for me to study full-time and be on those meetings. And I tutor two English students outside of, like, outside of my work and um, – nice. To like just give me the learning skills to build uh, units, uh, like units of learning and teaching okay. my own strategies and whatnot. And um, so, yeah, I graduate July next year. Yeah. So I'm going to travel five hours to my university to graduate. <laughs> well, happy early graduation. I wish you the Thank best. You. <laughs> but um, after that, I have to sit an accreditation exam, mm. uh, which is a literacy and numeracy competency exam. And that'll basically give me my certificate to become a teacher. So okay. I can't teach until I have that. Uh, and then after that, 
um, I'm planning on working casually because uh, casually in Australia as a teacher, you get four to five hundred dollars a day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, which is probably like three fifty US. Um, you know what? I'm gonna hold two eighty Australia to USD. Yeah, so it's like uh, I think you get four hundred bucks or something a day. I think. Uh, about so, how much did you say? Four hundred. Four hundred uh, Australian dollars. Yeah. That's about three hundred USD, which is still really good. Yeah, yeah, which is like pretty cool. It's just the tax you have to pay on it's a lot higher when you're a, when you're oh, a casual. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> What's your so? Let's just say, what would be like the X amount? You know, including all the whatever tax you have, what what would be like your tax rate? Like twenty, thirty, forty percent. Thirty four percent. It depends what oh, you. Wow your uh, salary is and so our, we've got obviously tax brackets the same as what mm-hmm, you do mm-hmm. um but actually and we also have a um like you don't have to pay tax until you earn over like twenty three thousand or something oh, and then you cool. start paying tax. okay good. yeah so it's like a, i don't know what the word is um tax exempt yeah exemption yeah, yeah. i like that yeah so it used to be eighteen thousand when i was younger but it's gone up obviously with inflation mm-hmm. and um like uh what's called CPI here, which is your cost of living okay, per yeah, something yeah. index. Yeah. And hold on. Hello. Got to get socks. Do you? Yes. I'm on a video call. And you're in here in your pajamas. It's okay. I won't look, I promise. Get out. Sorry, <laughs> Get out of here. Sorry. My grandmother. That's <laughs> yeah, no, all always. The girls don't have socks. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I said, not we're not recording video, so it's Sunday. all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not normally busy on Sunday, so I'm like the traffic in and out of my room right now. <laughs> it's all good. I'm driving I, me nuts. I kind of understand. I mean, I had two younger <laughs> brothers, and the Xbox was in my room, so I kind of understand. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm the eldest of six. Whoa! So, yeah. Yikes! <laughs> I bet that was fun growing up. I moved out of home when I was 14 uh, to live with my grandma because our house was just packed. Yeah, yeah. So I lived in a three-bedroom house and there was, well, my youngest brother wasn't born yet. So there was seven of us living in a three-bedroom house. And I was like, "Mm, done with this. Also, there was like lots of other things going on that caused me to move out. But my youngest brother was born when I was 18. So I'm old enough to be his mom. (laughs) Whoa. I bet that's kind of weird sometimes. He looks like me, so yes. <laughs> oh, that is so weird. Like, you can't just go to McDonald's or something or, you know, go get food. And it's like, mother, your son. The amount of times I've gotten, your son is so cute. And I'm just like, he's my bro-. Now he's 13. We're more like, you can oh. see that we're siblings. Yeah, not, yeah. Not mom and, daughter, like mom and son. But when I was, like, in my early 20s, it was always, oh, your son's so lovely. I'm oh, like, no. mm, he's my brother. Because <laughs> any. The features that we, because I look a lot like my dad, and he has a different dad to me, and so like, uh, but the features we share of my mom's are the same, and that's why we look alike. Oh, so no. that's like, oh, like you know, man, so I creepy. couldn't imagine that. I mean, my youngest brother, I'm 26, and I think he just turned 20. So I mean, there's yeah. there's no there's nothing <laughs> like you and your brother. Like that's, I, I, I mean, like I, I just couldn't imagine that and being yeah. like, I I can be your mom, <laughs> you know, like I could literally be your mother. Yeah. But I could actually have given birth to you. That's so oh, messed up. <laughs> that's crazy to me. I haven't seen, yeah. I, I haven't heard of a lot of families that have that big age gap or siblings that have that big age gap. It's kind of kind of interesting to me. Just, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've got a friend who's 
I think one of my friends has a brother that's like 20 years older than her. Whoa. Yeah. Like, that's well, that's nuts. the same age gap between me and, and me and my brother. Yeah, but, true, true. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, I there are a few people that I know that have that really big age gap. You know, there's mm. this one family that I kind of know. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, what socks? Grandma just came out with them. <laughs> oh my god! That's my sister. <laughs> that's the next one down. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so funny. Her uh, and I are um, less than a year apart. So wow. For eight days a year, we're the same age. Wow. I, I only cool. know one other. <laughs> I know one family that has their their brother and sister, but they're nine months apart. Yeah, that's and us. That's crazy. Huh? Well, okay. Please come in and get them. Hi, sister. <laughs> <laughs> he said hello. Hi. Hi. What are, what are they wearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, kids will have a meltdown. <laughs> Why are your kids having a meltdown? That's way too long. That goes up to, like, your knees. What are you doing? You don't believe me. What brain is Oh, my it? gosh. This, this is, is so shock. funny. I've got to try and, like, Poor entice cat, them man. to wear cool ones. There's the Sailor Moon ones. ones. She's yeah. just it's, trying no, to chat in her whole family. There's hot dog ones. Okay. Oh, Lose my your, goodness. Lose shit. Awesome. You smell nice. Thanks. What are you wearing? Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Right? <laughs> like, what? Clothes. Oh, clothes. Okay. What are you wearing? <laughs> clothes. <laughs> that was awesome. It was her, um, whatever she washed her clothes with. <laughs> oh, the, the detergent? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. So, She's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, because um, I, I, I do want to know, and I don't think maybe you answered it and I just didn't hear you, but what do you want to use your master's for? Of course, with oh, teaching, yes. but like what what more, what specifically? Oh, um, so I'll be accredited to teach you 7 to 10 HSIE, which is human society and its environment. I don't okay. know. It'd be like humanities, I think yeah, you call yeah, it, or social yeah. sciences. Yeah. Um, and then for year 11 and 12, I can basically choose from a – I've got to be able to teach two subjects for senior year. Uh, I can teach all of them because of my degree and my previous master's. So in year 11 and 12, you get to do society and culture, which is sociology, business mm-hmm. studies, legal studies, economics, geography. I don't want to teach that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah mo- and modern and ancient history. So I can teach all of them. Like I'll be qualified to teach all of them. But when I go into the school, they only expect me to be able to do two. Okay. So it'll be like probably society and culture and one of the histories, probably modern history, because that's um, incredibly linked to sociology. So, gotcha. yeah, um, hopefully in where I live in Wollongong, which is a coastal town an hour and a half south of Sydney. So, <laughs> that's kind of a cool. nice little town. Yeah, I, kn- I know that my wife is like, it, it sounds like over there when you go for your education degree whether that be just a normal four-year degree or a master's you or bachelor's excuse me that's probably the more correct term but you kind of go for like a different age bracket if you will um so over here she went to teach like kindergarten so like pre-first grade i'm not sure if you guys have kindergarten but you know like young young kids you know up to say like fifth grade and she can teach anywhere in that group but if she wanted to go from sixth grade up she would have to then take another licensure test or whatever for here, you have to do a completely new master's degree. Wait, so, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Holy um, cow. Yeah, it's really different. Um, so you can either do, you can do a bachelor's or a master's for this. It all depends on what your undergraduate bachelor's is. Okay. So you can do early education, um, which is like preschool, 
So you can do a degree to be an early childhood educator, um, which is incredibly important here. So you can do a diploma at a community college for that, or you can do a degree, whichever one you want to do. You want to teach primary school, which is kindergarten to year six, you do a degree for that. And then if you want to do high school, which is secondary school here, which is your 7 to 12, you do uh, a degree that is specifically tailored for that because you obviously study the syllabus mm-hmm. and the curriculum for those years. And so that's what you're basically licensed or accredited to teach. So I wouldn't be able to teach primary school unless I went and did a master's in primary education. I think that's the way to do it because there are a ton of different things that you would have to learn to teach younger kids compared to older yeah. kids. So I, I kind of like that. You know, maybe... I don't know. I mean, I'm not an educator, so I don't know. And my opinion <laughs> means really nothing. No, it's, you're but right. I, I think yeah. that is probably the way to do it because there are yeah. so many things, whether that be literally information or understanding, you know, behavioral sciences when it comes to yeah. teaching the two. So I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. There's some there's some subjects that I've done that I won't have to redo if I want to do primary school. So like literacy, uh, literacy strategies, because we study across the board for that, mm-hmm. um, like different pedagogies. So pedagogy is the way that you teach your subject um, and like the things that influence the way that you teach. So I wouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have to do um, like development. So I had to do child uh, childhood and adolescent development. And I suck at psychology. I don't know how I pass that subject. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I passed that. Cause I was like, I, I was like white knuckling that, that entire subject. Cause I was so convinced I'd fail it just because I don't understand. Like psychology is just something that I can't comprehend no, I get that. enough to communicate it. So I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Give me something on sociology. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the same way when it comes to like sciences and stuff, certain like earth sciences, like I just don't understand it. No matter how, like you could literally pound me over the head with a book and I still wouldn't (laughs) understand it. Like, it's just something that it like, when I look at it, it makes sense in the moment, but I just don't retain it. I'm someone who like, yeah. like I can see it and it makes sense in that moment. And I'm like, oh, you know, like I get, un- I understand why the cell does this or, you know, why animals do this compared to you, whatever weather patterns. But then when I try and recall it for like a test or something, I'm like I studied this for five hours. And I still don't understand, I guess. Or like, it just does, like, I don't retain it. I don't get it. So I, I'm an I anti-test and anti-exam person. So my students won't be getting those from me Good. because an exam is literally not a clear enough indication of what that student is capable of. I agree. Some students can recall information. Some students who are, you know, incredible at um, communicating their opinions and beliefs in something might not be able to put that into a, an essay. And so I'm just, I'm even anti-homework, so I oh, don't know how yes. I'm going to go at school. Yeah, Homework is a waste of time. Oh Do my- not waste... I'm not wasting your time. I don't want to waste your parents' time. You. And I don't want to be wasting my time marking your homework. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's, I've said that from the beginning. Like, I don't, here's the thing. I don't mind doing homework or like a test or something if it somehow actually will teach me something that I yeah. care about. But if it's literally for busy work or for me to vomit information that I've already learned, I feel like it's pointless. Everyone can do that. Everyone can, Everyone do, that. can do that. Like some people might be better at yeah. vomiting information than others, but it's like, all right, class, tell me what two plus two is for. It's just like, you just reiterate it. it, it, it yeah. It's like if, if people know it and if they're able to say it or at least, you know, express it in the classroom, then why would they need to express it on a piece of paper where it's already confusing because you're asking questions in a different way that might not make sense yeah. to them. And then they can't exactly. really ask for help. 
Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's why I hate exams. Yeah. Maybe hate just them. because like I fucking hated getting up hungover going to my exams in my second year of here. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my, my university was like an hour and a half drive from my house because there was only two universities uh, near me that did my course. Oh. So I'd have to like, I got into both, but I went to the one that did policing, not the other one. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, it's just, it is no indication of what someone's capacity to be able to um, express themselves coherently or even um, be not just, yeah, I'd, spitting out information that I've already given you is no, nothing. That, that doesn't tell me anything about you and what I've taught you. Yeah. That just tells me you can contain information. That's all it tells me. Yeah. One of my favorite classes was from uh, one of my professors who he encouraged well it was it was like you have to show up which i hate attendance but it makes sense given the way that he ran the classroom and most of yeah. the most of the points that you got each day were from adding to conversations or answering questions or being involved yeah. in the giant room of people trying to even if you are wrong he's like i don't care if you're wrong what you're doing is you're bringing an issue or an idea or something up to the group and then they're able to discuss it and that's yeah. what this class is about because when you're able to talk because here's the thing like i said i love lectures i really do i i like sitting there and just listening to information especially if i'm really interested in it because i feel like that it, it kind of goes against what i said earlier but like i feel like that's one of the better ways for me to learn is just to sit there and have someone like preach at me almost i yeah. like if it's something i care about that's how i learn but i also really like talking to people and being able to have the teacher sit back he kind of directs the conversation with questions you know but then if the students are talking and they're able to, you know, like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think that's right. You know, I don't think A is right because B is right or whatever it is. And that's how this teacher ran the class. And that's what I liked the most, because yeah. not only are you having to try and think about what to say next and having to try and, you know, add to the conversation, you are actually, you know, like cognitively understanding what people are saying. And that means that you're are you're already learning. Even if it's not necessarily the correct thing, you're learning. You're learning social skills. Yeah. You're learning more than just the subject. You're learning so many things rather than like, all right, you know, two plus two is four. I guess I got to write that down and just regurgitating the information on a piece of yeah. paper. Yeah. And I feel like um, when I get to my senior classes and teaching them, a lot of their grade is going to be based on their contribution to the class in discussion. I don't want to read essays on stuff that, you know, they've copied and pasted off Wikipedia. Show yeah. me that you can actually answer these questions and create, not create, but develop your own opinion on something. And one of the outcomes in the, in my state syllabus is that humanity subjects are to help develop students to become active participants in their communities. Mm. And why wouldn't I want a whole bunch of kids you know, sitting in a circle discussing certain issues that impact their community Yep. instead I of copying shit off slides or, you know, doing a quiz. Like, that doesn't tell me shit about that kid yeah. and it, how their skills are developing. Yeah, it shows that they paid attention and they know how to regurgitate <laughs> information. That's all that they – that's all it shows. But, I mean – Or that they can just take a guess on a multiple-choice exactly. quiz. Like, yeah, it doesn't tell me anything about that child. And I think that a lot of my classes will just be group discussions and, you know, creating mind maps or creating um, vocabulary lists like it won't be about copying. Like I remember being in year 10 history or maybe year nine history and we all had a copy of the textbook and it was like, OK, read the textbook and answer the questions at the end. That didn't teach me shit. I couldn't tell you what I learned from year seven to 10 in history. Like my dad is um, is a historian by hobby. 
Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot of my stuff from him, like mm-hmm. having proper discussions with him. A lot of my sociological knowledge and opinions is based by, you know, talking to my dad about Marxism or talking to my dad about socialism. Like that's how I learned because my mm-hmm. dad is incredibly um, well-rounded in that type of knowledge for his own personal enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And so he's not regurgitating information. Like this is stuff he's, you know, read and he's gotten an opinion on like we differ a lot my dad's a centrist i'm incredibly left-leaning compared Mm -hmm. to him so Mm -hmm. he's like oh i'm centrist left and i'm like oh yeah sometimes i think you might be centrist right but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) but like we can have intelligent conversations and i can learn different perspectives like for a very long time in my early 20s i was i would reject anyone's opinion on anything like if someone didn't agree with me it was an argument there was no learning different opinions on things. And it's only over the last couple of years that I'm like, oh, I can actually sit and have a productive conversation with someone who has a different opinion on something. Think There's things that I will not agree to disagree on, and that's like racism, yeah. um, uh, like uh, women's rights and yeah. autonomy on their own body, like human rights, like yeah. those things there's no agree to disagree on. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Um, I do not have wiggle room for that. But a lot of other things, you know, like education and um, different government policies and where should the government be spending the budget and what do I think about, you know, um, the corruption issues that some of our um, politicians are going through at the moment. Like that's where I can have productive conversations. Mm -hmm. So it's and, And my dad has helped me do that. And so did year 11 and 12. And my three years of university give me the skills to be able to communicate that effectively with people that, have differing education and different opinions and different experiences. And I think that's really important to be passing on to the next generation. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people need to hear is, and I like to say this, it's not a, it's not a bad thing to listen to people. You know, like we're like, we have two ears and one mouth. I I don't remember who said that or if someone that I was just talking to said that, but they're like, if you have two ears and one mouth, like you should be listening twice as much as you're speaking because like you said, in your early 20s, you're like, nah, dude, you know, I'm just, if you don't agree with me or whatever, like, nah, you're gone. Like, I ain't going to listen to you. And that's what a yeah. majority of people, at least in the States, I'm not sure what, like, what political uh, people are like over in other areas of the world, but in the States, it is so bad. If you don't agree with someone, like, it's, it's suicide nowadays. Like, there's wow. a, there's a huge thing going around and it's like, and I don't understand this. And I'm more set, I'm more like, in the middle in terms of like left or right, just because, you know, I agree with both sides on certain things, but um, there are (laughs) so many people who are like, well, if I don't wear a mask, I don't want people to think I'm a Republican. And I'm like, why, why does that matter? You know, like if you're, if you're doing that and you're actually thinking one, that all Republicans are like that, not, not to say that like Republican is the way to go, but if you already have that mindset, that's yeah. one not healthy because there are probably Democrats as well who do the same thing. But if you yeah. stereotype people like that and you just automatically assume that they're the devil, they're they're evil because, you know, people voted for Trump or whatever it is. And, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to say that like that is the way to go. I'm just using it as an example. Mm. It's like if you can't have an intelligent conversation and be able to at least try and see where the other people are coming from and you just shove them into a corner and like, you know, just say, no, 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 no. Like, you know, we're, we're excommunicating you. Get out of here. Like, that's not right in my opinion. You should be able yeah. to have an intelligent conversation or at least be able to listen to someone. If you don't agree with them, there's nothing wrong with you saying, well, I don't agree. You know, we can agree to yeah. disagree. You know, even if you don't necessarily agree with them at all, if you think that they're totally wrong, there's nothing wrong with at least listening. You know, like yeah. for all I know, you could be 
you know, like I use this analogy and it's a, it's an awful analogy, but it's kind of silly at the same time. You could believe that trees need to be alive for for our well-being and I could believe that they need to be burned down and if I don't listen to you or you don't listen to me we're not going to change ideas like of course my my opinion is wrong so if you were to talk to me and I actually listened I might be able to change that opinion but if you don't listen to me and I don't listen to you we're both gonna you're gonna be of course right I'm gonna be wrong but we're not gonna be able to at least try and understand the other person and see where they're coming yeah. from and that's where we need to come together at least in the states you know as people that are like we just need to listen to each other and not just shove them in a corner and I I like what you said when you said you know I, I've gotten older and I'm able to have more intelligent conversations and at least be able to understand maybe where the other people you know like for example you and your father where he might be coming from a little bit because yeah. then it's like even if I don't agree that's fine at least I can kind of get in the mindset a little bit and just see oh you know like I, I see that I just don't agree with that and that yeah. that's what people need to understand yeah I think there's not enough of that happening and it's really in Australia it Nobody really cares who you vote for here. <laughs> like, oh, I wish I could live in Australia. There's no, there's, it's, and we don't talk about it. Um, who you vote for is a very private matter. Hmm. Um, we don't label people, oh, you're a whatever supporter. Like, mm -hmm. we don't do that here. There's no, like, we have our own political beliefs, but it's not necessarily assigned to any political party in particular. Like, we, like, I, I vote labor in my area because labor's been doing a fantastic job the last few years here mm -hmm. and see i wouldn't have that normal i wouldn't say that to another australian like my family don't even know who i vote for mm -hmm. like we just don't have those conversations here actually yeah. in wollongong we've had a liberal um like a liberal minister like a member of parliament and they've been doing a great job there so it's like we don't there's yeah. no denigration of people based on who they vote for and there's no silencing of people based on who they vote for. It's more the personal opinion of that person that we have issues with. So if people are denying women pro-choices or are um, saying that the Indigenous are, are such and such and don't deserve this, um, mm -hmm. that's when the line gets drawn and we're just like, it doesn't matter who you vote for at that point. It's just your personal values, beliefs and attitudes are what we have issues with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how you represent our country and who you are as an Australian citizen. What are oh, you voted for, you know, Scott Morrison, who's our prime minister at the moment and a complete mm -hmm. fuckhead because he's, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, we call him Scotty for marketing. So he's just there. He's just there for, he lit. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, um, a, a young liberal, uh, female, um, she worked in the party during a campaign. So she was a, a campaign something i don't I, I really don't know what she did mm -hmm. but she came out saying that she was sexually assaulted within parliament house by another liberal like campaign manager mm. and uh scott morrison <laughs> came out a couple of days later and he's like well i spoke to my wife and she said to me what if it was one of your daughters how would you feel and it's just like we're not we're not someone's wife we're not someone's daughters like how yeah. did it take you to go and ask your wife to gain some empathy for this person. Yeah, that's like, messed up. He's yeah. Just, yeah, he he'll be out just based on his um the way that he's treated other Australians. Like Australians yeah. will be like, nah, we don't want you in anymore because you're an idiot. Like look right. how you treated this look how you treated someone in your own political party. Yeah. That's not right. I mean like I don't want to try and I, I'm just trying to understand where he's coming from, but I really can't. Can't. Yeah. Like, 
like I, I'm just trying to see like it, it like it's if someone is sexually assaulted I mean so so this is just me saying this and I'm not trying to say that it's wrong or right but like there are a lot of claims that are happening with that and a lot of it yeah. I feel like could just be hearsay so I can understand you know if he's like well I'm not sure how to feel about that but at the same time it's like if it's in parliament I feel like that that constitutes a whole lot more looking into and a whole lot more this you see what I'm saying like yeah. I, I'm not trying this to say who came forward was found passed out by security and oh. it was reported to the police yeah okay so like it's gone through yeah like, okay dude like you should automatically was, have sympathy for that like you don't and then just he was denying that he even knew about it and i was like how can a sexual assault yeah. a rape happen in your workplace and you being the top dog of australian yeah. like politicians not know about it that's a lie and a cop out and you're trying to deny yeah. any kind of respect to this woman and like during our bushfire season he was away on holidays in hawaii and then he came back for like photo ops and that was it and so yeah. everyone's just had enough of his shit here we're like oh go away like yeah. um one of our minister for women was talking about um about how women are treated within like politics in australia in general mm -hmm. and he was literally had his back to her and was on his phone and i was just like and then he got up and left halfway through and went to a football match. Oh, my gosh. People are so stupid. And it's stupid. just like, who are you? You are the prime minister. Who do you think you are? Grow up. That's so messed up. I mean, Yeah, like, so people I mean, have had enough of him at the moment. And that's yeah. not because of his, you know, political leanings or who he's, what party he's associated with. If he was a Labour prime minister, he'd be copping the same shit. So it's yeah. like... Because, I mean, like... I and I should probably say this, there are a lot of people who see, you know, the whole Trump thing as, you know, like he is this, he is racist or whatever, whatever the terms are. And like, I can understand if you believe that and stuff, but then they, they also identify his supporters as that. That's what I was trying to say with like, you know, yeah. the whole Republican thing. So I, I think, I think you understand what I'm, what I'm trying to get at when I say that, you know, they kind of just label everyone. Um, Here for me, I, I see a very significant difference between Trump, the Republicans, and those who support Trump. Yeah. There is a very distinct difference between the three of those. Yeah. And I think that it's important that, because what people don't understand is that people that do follow Trump have been indoctrinated. They really have. And they've been promised all this stuff. They've been lied to. They've been gaslighted, you know, and that happens to everybody. It, 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 and, and it's possible to happen to anybody. Yeah. It really is. And But I don't have sympathy for the people who go out and do things in the name of Trump or go out and do things while wearing a Trump supporter thing because obviously, yeah. like, you're like, okay, well, now you've been convinced that it's okay to do this. And that's, yeah. and that's just as an outsider saying that. Yeah, no, because, yeah. 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 No, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that because it is, I would assume, because like, I don't understand anything about your prime minister, you know, like I'm just hearing what you're telling me. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even know that he was prime minister. I didn't even know you guys had a prime minister. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. but you know, it, it's, <laughs> it's just really unfortunate the way that at least politics over here in America are treated because it's just like, oh, well, this person does something. You follow this person. Therefore you are a racist and it's like no nah, dude no. like for example like what if i really like one of his policies or one or two of his policies over no. biden's you know and people just don't see it like that and, and I'm, no. again i'm not trying to take one side over the other it's just very very evident evident and prevalent in american politics to just hate on trump and so that's why i use him and i say him but um 
I hate Trump personally because of like shit he said. And, yeah, like, same, same. And what people don't understand is that American politics and the things that are happening in America socially have a massive impact on how we behave here. Mm-hmm. So during Trump's whatever he was doing, we were having white supremacist rallies. And like, we were like, what? Because in Australia, if you're a white supremacist, you get shut down. You get fucking silenced. Like, we don't want you here. Like, Yikes. you do not have a place here. Yeah. Like, we don't want to hear your opinion on shit. Like, yeah. and that's... And it doesn't matter what your political leaning is here. You will, like, conservative liberals would shut down white supremacists as well. So it's not, like, it's just, it's so individualised, like, our point of view towards people. Like I said, there there's no, like, oh, you're, you're a Greens. Oh, no, I do get because I used to vote Greens. Mm-hmm. And I, people would be like, oh, you're just a Greenie. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. because they have some really good policies. Like, have yeah. I go and educate myself. I read who I'm voting for's policies that year. I don't read liberal policies because a lot of it's just, um, uh, like, a lot about building um, infrastructure and um, education and stuff like that. So I'm on board mm-hmm. with that anyway. Mm-hmm. And the, the liberal government, like, in my area is fine. Like, I've, I haven't had a problem. I haven't heard anything bad. Everything is normal here. It's mm-hmm. at that macro level where, you know, our premier, who is like a governor, the governor of our state, mm-hmm. has been involved in some corruption lately. And like, it's just very. Mm. Yeah. She also like basically destroyed our like nightlife industry and the money that was being made there. So like, she's done a lot of things that people are like, oh my God, can you leave now? Like, mm-hmm. we've had enough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, I mean, she's handled COVID in New South Wales quite well. She has politicised it and said lots of oh. dumb, like, dumb shit, like yeah. having to go at other premiers for locking out people in New South Wales. Like, you, we couldn't travel into interstate at all. Wow. And so we were, New South Wales wasn't allowed in any other state at one point. Wow. And she was, like, calling them names and getting personal. And I'm like, oh, you don't need to do that like don't be a child like you've got your own policies here just during this time respect the fact that other states have their policies and like you don't have to be a big child about it yeah so yeah yeah, i mean but she's done a she's done a fairly good job at containing everything and um you know the shit that's been thrown at her throughout this like i can tell she's tired so I can't imagine being a politician and because, I mean, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you do what it, what you think is right or wrong. Like, you're going to get criticized either way. Yeah, it, it's absolutely. like you're literally between a rock and a hard place and then another rock and then another hard place and a dude, you know, trying to punch you in the face. It's like you have all these different <laughs> things all at once. And it's like, how, uh, how in the world do you even sleep at night knowing the yeah. fact that, like, someone probably hates you enough to actually go and kill you? You know what I mean? Like, people are um, so crazy. So... Uh-oh. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, in Queensland, the premier there received death threats from a guy over COVID restrictions. Oh my gosh, get over yourself, <laughs> yeah. people. I, what makes you think you're so special that you can do that? That yeah. like you should be exempt from the same rules that cover everybody in your state. Like, That's just so get over dumb. it. Yeah, just I- do it. Move on. Yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid to me. Like, yeah. I, I, I hate COVID, man. Like, I, I mean, I, mm. everyone hates it. I don't think anyone is for it, but I hate it. I, I'm one of those people that if they hear talk about it, I usually just 
close my ears and try and turn the other way because it's been yeah. talked about so much. I wear my mask. Oh, I yeah. stay. I stay whatever the required distances away from people, or at 1. least I try to. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't they? Didn't they recently In Australia, change it? It's one point five. So was it ever three? I don't know. Not here. I don't think. Okay, because it, it. So it used to be six feet or three meters. I yes. think is. Uh, yeah yeah and then the the cdc uh center for disease control in the states they just said like a day or two ago that oh we can change it to three feet now so 1.5 okay. meters and so i, I, I really was, don't think americans should be doing anything right now but uh yeah i mean like all we have to do I is have just panic stay attack, attacks because <laughs> like i had a friend who was out at a bar and like this bar had like slippery dips and stuff and no one had masks on and i like holy shit like i have no cases in my state and i still won't do shit like that (laughs) we've had 55 days without a case and like i will still not go do stuff like that like that's nuts i mean like people here are just there's so many people far one way and far the other that like i just don't care anymore i mean like i'm gonna go through normal life i want to do what i've been told is enough to protect myself and others yeah but it's just like i am so done and i understand people be like well just do the right thing i mean i deliver for amazon do you want to not get your packages because you want me to sit inside it's like i gotta yeah. do what i gotta do i gotta work i can't exactly. just i can't just sit inside and not work because i need to make money well you yeah. know i i can't work well find a job i mean like it, it's like people they see it as such a you literally can't do anything because you will die. And it's like, I, I don't want to no. be that guy. It's like, <laughs> your odds of you dying are very slim. You know, like you yeah. can look at the numbers and the odds of you dying are very slim. You just have to be smart. You know, like if, yeah. if, if you're in a public place, just make sure you're away from people. Make sure you wear a mask. If you want to, you can double mask or wear the face shield, even though the face shields are literally pointless, but I still see so many people using them. They've been proven to not work, but it's like, you, know, you just got to be here. smart. You, you didn't use them. Oh, the only people that use them here are healthcare workers. Yeah, because it does something, but yeah. it's like yeah. incredibly like minuscule. The people doing the tests and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they'll wear a face, uh, like they'll double mask and put mm-hmm. a face shield on. Yeah, and they're wearing like full PPE, yeah. like and gloves. And I was like, wow, you guys yeah. are really kitted out. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing I feel like work. I'm in like contagion or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it's like I just do whatever my government, like my. Exactly. Um, they, whatever their recommendations are for that week, I'm like, okay, I'll follow that. That's yeah, fine. That's I'll all I got to do. That's all I got to do. That's all I got to do. And I, I guess, Yeah. It, it's just really funny to me. And I'm sorry. I'll stop after this and then I'll kind of ask you a couple <laughs> more questions to wrap things up because we're almost going on two hours here. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. An hour and 42 minutes. And I know it's early Sunday oh, for you. Goodness. So I want to get you on with your day and right. stuff. But uh, <laughs> it, it's really funny to me when people are like, I won't even go to the park. You know, I'm not even going to go outside at all. And I'm like, you can go outside. If you're not around people, you're not going to get it. It's not like the tree is going to somehow magically create oxygen, you know, infused COVID, you know, that's not going to happen. But, you know, it just, it's really, I I find it fascinating, honestly, to see the people that are really against it or like super like closed off. They, they literally will not leave their bedroom, you know, and then the people, well, I mean, leave their house. I should say leave their house. Yeah. And then the people who are like, I don't care. You know, I, I just find it really fascinating to see both sides of it and what, oh God, what both sides do know or what they think they know and what they don't know or what they're not educated on. It just really, it, it, it yeah. tells a lot about people when they're so uh, held back, I'll say, you know, when they're just like, I'm going to sit inside and not do anything. It, it, I find it really interesting yeah. just to see that because it's like, if you just educated yourself a little bit, you might have a different outcome or maybe not be as scared. I don't know. That's that's start, just me. 
Yeah, at the start, so this time last year, uh, my state went into lockdown, so everyone was working from home. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure what was going on. Yeah, like, yeah, I, same. So I did stay home. But, like, I'd still go get my coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, there weren't, in my city, there was, there's been, like, two cases in my entire city, and they were the people traveling through my city. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we had 56 deaths in my state, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. And how how so, many cases? Uh, yeah. Around 5,000. Okay. Like upwards of, because we're still bringing in people, like people fly in okay. and then they have to quarantine mm-hmm. um, for two weeks. So we bring in 3,000 people into my city, like Sydney, into mm-hmm. our capital city every week. Okay. Um, they quarantine for two weeks and then they're allowed to go, return home or they're, if they're tourists, they're allowed to, to do whatever. Yeah. But uh, most of them are people returning back from overseas. So it's okay. compulsory. If you don't quarantine, you the fines are insane. Wow. Um, if you escape quarantine, like you can go to jail for five years. So, <laughs> yeah, that's there's nuts. lots of things in place to make sure that people aren't escaping quarantine. Yeah, so good. I'd rather just sit in the hotel room for two weeks than spend five years in prison. So yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, at least at least in the hotel room, you got TV and a bath. Yeah, and they, bring, <laughs> they bring you food. Yeah, and- exactly. I mean, like, some people have a problem with it. Me, I'd be like, heck yeah, leave me yeah. here for Give two me a weeks. PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC and I'll just play games for two weeks. Is that easy? Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, I had a, a friend of a friend. Um, she flew in from America. Her her family live in the States, um, but she's Australian and she's had to come home. And they put together, like, because I think she's vegan. I'm not 100% sure, but they put together, like, a care package for her and, like, dropped it off at the hotel. And then the p- hotel workers, like, took it up to her room for her and... So, like, uh, people are doing that. They're dropping off DVDs and DVD players to family members. Cool. They're not allowed to see the family member, mm-hmm. but they're allowed to drop things off for them and make, make their time a little bit more comfortable, which yeah. I think is great that yeah. they have that opportunity. And I'm sure, like, even the person in quarantine could probably just order shit off Amazon anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, because it'll yeah. arrive the next day. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I've delivered to hotels because there was a dude, I this was maybe end of last summer so maybe august or something like that and i had to go to a hotel and i was like wait why am i going to this hotel this is really weird this isn't a house or an apartment so i walk (laughs) in i'm like hello like to the front desk lady i was like hi i have a package for you know john smith or whatever his name was and she's like all right let me look and the the dude walked in because he was out and he walked in and he's like oh is that for so-and-so i was like yeah here you go and he's like oh yeah i'm stuck here for another like six months and i was like Wait, oh. I, I don't th- I don't think it was six months. I think it was like maybe a month or two, but it was still mm. just like stuck in a hotel for that long. I'd go insane. But it's yeah. just like we delivered to the hotel. So if you're in quarantine, just yeah. like do it. It's that easy. Sure. Yeah, just Get buy some all- Yeah, buy all the PC parts and just build it in your room. That easy. Oh my god, that's yeah, I I just uh oh because I-, I was meant to go to Japan um like this time last year. And so my partner and I had to cancel our entire trip so sorry. because we could have gone to Japan because the like COVID hadn't hit there at all, but we would have had to quarantine for two weeks when we came home and we just didn't have the annual leave. Like I could have worked from home, but he works in retail. So he did mm. not have the two weeks to have off. Yeah. He's just like, I can't afford to do that. Like I can't come home and quarantine. Yeah. And at the time our government was paying for quarantine. Now, Whoa. if you want to come home, you have to pay like two grand to quarantine. Yikes. So it's like up to you if you want to come home and quarantine. But for like six or seven months, our government was paying for the quarantine. Wow. So we could have come home and gotten like the government would have paid for us to stay in a hotel for two weeks together. You should have done it. 
<laughs> you should have done it. That sounds so ideal. You get to go to Japan and then you get to come home and get two grand. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, I oh, want to, I just, uh, just because of how information was being shared at that point yeah. in time, I was so unsure about what was going on. Yeah. And like now I, I know that I'm safe and, you know, my grandma's about to get vaccinated in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And then I'm, we have phases here, so it's not like a free for all. Yeah. Um. So the vaccine's rolling out to different age groups. So I'll I'll be soon. Gotcha. Like, and my grandma, she went down. Bless her. She went down to her doctors, and she was seeing the nurse because she has to get like a vitamin B shot every couple of months. Yeah. And um, she was like, oh, you know, do I have to get vaccinated? Like, I'd rather someone else get the vaccine. You know, I'm Aww. not that important. I was like, Grandma, you know that if I get vaccinated, I can still carry COVID and give it to you, and you would die. <laughs> like. Uh-uh. It yeah. doesn't protect you from me. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. You, and then the nurse was like, no, you're one of those people that has to get vaccinated. And my grandma was like, okay, <laughs> mm. I'll get vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. thank you. Just get the fucking vaccine. Just do <laughs> it. Don't so worry sweet. about it. <laughs> no. I'm like, just take it. Just take but it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm I, just- I'm, I think we're seeing the end of it. So. All right. We're going to come out on top, aren't we? Good. good. <laughs> I, I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm ready. For, I'm ready to go back to normal. I'm ready to yeah. be able to talk to people like you and I, except in person, and be able to yeah. smile and laugh and be able to see, <laughs> you know, people. Maybe even fake reciprocate it, but you know, like I said earlier, <laughs> like I read lips and stuff because it helps me yeah. to understand. Like I'm kind of hard of hearing, kind of. I don't know. It's weird. It like comes and goes, but yeah. like. I, I need to see people's faces because like I'll go and deliver some to someone. I'll be like, you know, like, thank you. And like they put on their mask or whatever. And I'm like, have a great day. And then they're like, vruh, 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 vruh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't hear what you just said. Vruh, vruh, vruh. And I'm like, okay, dude, thanks. Like, have a good one. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I, that's like, I have to do that. But it's like, I'm sorry. Because if I can't see your mouth, it yeah. makes it so much. Because like, I literally will watch people speak as yeah. they're speaking to me. And so when the masks were on use, like everywhere, I was like, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I can't, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's not hard of hearing. It's like just my processing unit is not functioning yeah. at full, full speed. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. All right, sweet. I'm going to ask two more questions oh. or maybe three more questions. I'm not sure yeah, yet okay. um, because we're going on an hour and 50 minutes, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. And like I said, you know, you probably want to get to the rest of your day and stuff, but um, it's raining. I'm staying inside. <laughs> oh, okay. So first question real quick, do you have anything like a podcast or something that you want to promote yeah. or like socials or anything? Go ahead and go away. Yeah. Promote away. So I have a horror movie podcast. It's called TJIF. So every week I am joined by a new guest who is my co-host for that episode. They choose a movie and we basically analyze the entire film from start to finish. Uh, It's basically meant to be a super accessible podcast. So people who have seen some of the horror movies and aren't necessarily massive horror movie fans will still enjoy it and have a good laugh because we just muck around the entire show. So (laughs) I I love horror movies. So, yeah, you can find that at TGIF pod on Twitter and Instagram. And then I'm on Twitter just shit posting all day, every day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Word vomit most of the time. Lots of horror movie opinions and what I'm watching and what I'm up to. Uh, and that's just catstead underscore. I'm, okay. There's another catstead on Twitter and I'm like, I am coming for that account. But I have a feeling yeah. it might be me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to log in. <laughs> Oh my god! So okay, like, is it me? That. And I just didn't know that I created that account. And now <laughs> I, now I've got like this um, vendetta against this account. It's so funny that you say and that. It might just be me. <laughs> there's, there's this one Twitch streamer. Are you into Twitch at all? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you might have heard of him. His name is Milton T. Pike. 
Ooh. Okay. If he does gaming, maybe not. Uh, yeah, he does gaming and stuff. But I mean, he... just chatting. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. He he um was telling a story on a podcast that I listened to. Um, it's called May Contain Action, and what the two hosts do is they just interview different streamers, and you know, just you know, like your name and like what got you famous, quote unquote famous, and you know, like you know, all this stuff just to kind of like you know learn the streamer in and of itself. It's really cool. But I heard about Milton on that podcast, and he was talking about how when he branded his name, his his Twitch name is Milton T Pike One, and he was going through this thing, and he's like, I could. Find, I couldn't figure out who made the original Milton T. Pike and all this stuff. And then he's just like, it was me. I made the original <laughs> Milton T. Pike and I forgot that I made it and everything. And it was the funniest story because the way that he described it and the way that he like got super emotional about it killed me. And it's like, you literally screwed yourself over <laughs> because you couldn't remember a password and that you created this this account. And it was it was so funny. Oh my god, I think that yeah. And so I feel like I'm might be Mil- Milton D. Park in this situation. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not Maybe. sure. Maybe. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll definitely listen to your podcast. Are you, in, in terms of, like, horror movies and stuff, do you go about, like, Saw and all that? Because I see Saw posters and stuff in oh, your background. So, yeah. Yeah. I watch anything just, and just everything. Just any, any horror movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. My comfort film. Like, I'll just chuck a horror movie on. <laughs> so, when you say horror, do you mean, like literally any horror or like the conjuring kind of horror stuff yeah like everything okay comedies exploitation okay paranormal supernatural mm, any, old... literally anything well i was watching um psycho Goreman yesterday which is a is. horror comedy um it's about a young girl who finds an alien and she can control him and oh, okay. he, she's basically like this sociopath but some of the shit she says is so yeah funny like i was cracking up it, yeah it's fantastic um and i got a really cool edition of it that's only available in australia that oh, i realized cool. and i was like oh, lucky me yeah. so it's really funny and i highly recommend i think anyone would watch it it's about aliens it kind of reminds me of power rangers in a huh. way <laughs> meets like a horror comedy film so it, yeah i uh, cracked me up it was so funny because mm. i was just like that girl is nuts like and super <laughs> relatable and i don't know if she should be <laughs> wow interesting yeah that was great <laughs> cool cool uh next question to kind of wrap things up sure. this is the question that i like to ask everyone that's on the show because as you can tell we talk a lot of different things we talk about a lot of different things and you know some of it is just kind of men some of it's actually like super deep and you know like it actually is a good issue and stuff but i i like to ask this because everyone has wisdom and stuff that they have held on, you know, for their life. You know, it could have been something your dad said or something your mother said or something your sister said, but what would be like that bit of advice that you would like to pass down to someone listening? Oh, wow. I know it takes, it takes a turn from, you know, just like <laughs> memes and jokes to like, all right, give me something straight. No, this is great. Cause, um, I'm, and I hate this cliche, but it's, you know, be you and do whatever you want to do. And absolutely do not ever apologize for it. Like, there is no need to ever be sorry, ever. Unless unless you genuinely are sorry about something. Yeah. But I spent a lot of my life saying sorry. Sorry for being loud. Sorry for being obnoxious. Sorry for being sarcastic. Sorry for 
you know, saying something that was actually a piece of advice, but that person, you know, misinterpreted what I said. Mm -hmm. And I just don't do that anymore. And the thing is, like, I have to remember, I can say whatever I want to say, but I can cannot, I cannot control how that person takes what I say. Yeah. It's like the old saying, it's like the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but it can't make him drink. Yeah. Just don't apologize for anything you say or do unless you genuinely are sorry. Yeah. Sweet. Man, that's good advice. I like that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And then the very last question, this one's really easy. You just have to say something. All right. Really, really easy. Can you say, thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond? Oh, yes, maybe. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to, but that'd be cool if you could. No. I can. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you. I've been taking everyone from, so the episode that goes live this Sunday, as in like tomorrow, well, Ooh, today wow. for you, but tomorrow for me, not not you, oh, okay. not you, but like in the past, I've had everyone from that person <laughs> to you say th- say that thing. Thank you for listening to this episode oh, cool. of Across the Pond. So I've cut it all up. And at the end, it's a little thing. It's really cool. It sounds oh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, I mean, that. some people like they go way too fast and so it's hard to cut it up. But it, I think yeah. overall, it's it's a pretty cool thing, you know, just having all That's these awesome. different voices yeah. and different languages, mind you, of, you know, oh. like French and Spanish. I had some dude speak. That's cool. Uh, what is it? Afrikaans. Uh, so you do German. Yeah, that language really cool. blows my mind. It's really cool. One of my friends is, um, she's South African. And okay. so she can speak, speak Afrikaans. And I'm like, you blow my mind. Cause I can only speak English. And I think it's so cool that there's all these like, um, bilingual and multilingual people. Yeah. And it's just so amazing. Yeah. I'm so yeah. jealous. Cause, um, my grandfather is Austrian. So he speaks Deutsch. Oh, cool. But, um, so like I grew up understanding Deutsch, but yeah. can not speak it at all. My partner is bilingual, so he speaks Serbian and Australian, well, Yugoslavian and English. Oh. So English is his second language. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's <laughs> a big difference. English and Yugoslavian, or Sla- is it Slavic? It's Slavic. Yeah. Slavic. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a big difference, man. That, yeah. That's crazy. Like I can I can understand you know like Spanish and English, you know, like that's at least yeah. in the states that's something that's gone. But Slavic and that's crazy. That's cool. I it's like that. So different. Like he'll still say things wrong, and I'm like, that's not that word. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, that's not that word for that. And he's like, oh. oh I'm like, you're sorry. 36. How do you not know this? And he's like, oh, because his parents um mainly speak uh like Serbian in their house because that's his so dad's. Cool his dad's getting older and so like remembering english words for things is a little bit harder like his dad's like 78 or something he's had like two heart attacks two strokes wow. and like he, yeah he's fighting on i think yeah, he's gonna outlive everyone yeah he really is and you know they escaped communism in serbia to come to australia Good so yeah yeah absolutely but his mom's always like you know if i had a choice again i wouldn't come to australia i'd go somewhere else and i'm uh, like hindsight's always 2020 give me a break you gotta yeah, make a- you had to make a like, choice in the moment. <laughs> if you didn't come here, you wouldn't have your son. So. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Don't be like that. <laughs> he, he wouldn't exist. <laughs> cool. Well, Kat, thank you so much for speaking no, to me. thank you. Two hours. Hour 58 minutes. Ah! It's nuts. I'm sorry for the interruptions. So no, that'll cut you out sometime. It's all good. It's going to be funny because... Except for the super quiet parts, I'm just going to leave them in because I like to keep these unedited because it just oh, okay. it adds it adds fun to it. You know, it just adds a little bit of fun. at my sister and my grandmother. <laughs> I, like I said, this <laughs> isn't this <laughs> isn't video. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my That's gosh! How we talk with each other. Like it's just like like I said, unapologetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, if I you mean, piss me like off, it. I'm going to tell you. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're very blunt with each other, so eh, yeah, true. that's all right. Yeah, awesome. Sweet. We're still. 
Well, thanks again. This was fun. You know, Thank I'll you. let you get on with your day. You know, I took two hours out of your day, so I hope you can forgive no, me. <laughs> I took two days out of, your, two, two days out of yours. Two, two days out of my hours. Yeah, true, true. It is now Monday for me. I am ahead of you. <laughs> That'd be a lot. That would be crazy. <laughs> Sweet. Well, enjoy your day. Enjoy sitting inside, you, you know, and do whatever you I do. Will. And good luck with uh, the rest of your education. Do. You know, good Thank luck you. with your masters and stuff and happy early graduation, Thank you know, you. the likes and whatnot. But uh, I get to wear a dress again. I don't, I do not dress. I am very androgynous, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that I didn't want to dress up when I walked for college either. So I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I wore a dress to my last graduation because my dad was like, Better you can't wear pants. It was also summer as well. You don't want to be oh, in pants. No, you don't want to be in pants. Not where I live. No. no. No, I've heard mm. it's nasty hot there. I would never want to visit there during this. Is <laughs> so it's like stupid hot outside when it's not raining right now. Yeah. Oh, no, it's autumn now, so it's fall. So it's oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like you're fifty degrees outside. Yeah. On average, every day. Real quick, so of course, in the states, when we have Christmas, it's usually cold and wintry, right? When you have Christmas, <laughs> it's hot and sunny. So it's is like it weird? Any- 86 degrees or something here That's during our summer. So gross. Maybe is it, more. Is it weird when you hear people singing about like Christmas in the snow and Christmas in the cold and stuff, but yet it's hot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's that's crazy! I can't think of having Christmas when I'm sitting there drenched in sweat because it's so <laughs> hot. I'm usually bundled up by the fire, sipping hot chocolate because it's so cold. No, um, we're out in the sun drinking beers and eating seafood and. Uh, we have our own Australian Christmas songs, so yeah, yeah okay. there's ones that talk about summer and kangaroos <laughs> leaving Santa's sleigh. Don't worry, we got our own. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, listening to like uh, like jingle bells and stuff, like my niece is singing it in summer. I'm like, oh, it's so hot. I don't want to hear about snow right now. <laughs> wow, that's crazy to think about. I I hope yeah, one of these days I can go to the southern hemisphere and experience the, yeah, the polar opposite seasons. That'd if you're really not cool. used to hot weather, don't come in summer. I've heard that it's miserable there. I've heard people they'll try I to walk. Love a, summer. You you like I it? I love summer. Yeah, I'm a summer person. Uh, so I heard um, this one guy. He was trying to walk across like blacktop, and his shoe melted because it was so hot down there. Blacktop, like like asphalt. Oh oh yeah oh yeah that does yeah you in summer you do not want to be outside on concrete in bare feet <laughs> like oh, you will get blisters. <laughs> that's disgusting. I can't do that. <laughs> That's so gross. The sand, the sand at the beach does it too if it's a really hot day. So I like li- some days are 40 degrees Celsius, which I think is like... That's hot. Oh, yeah, 89 Fahrenheit, I think. Uh, I'm not me... sure. It's around the like, the top 80s. Uh, 104 Fahrenheit. That's hot. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a lot hotter than that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really hot. Um, you don't go to the beach on those days because you end up with like third degree sunburn yeah so yeah the hottest day i've ever been i used to live in vegas uh when i was younger oh, i love vegas in summer <laughs> yeah it's hot i mean i like i'd much rather have a dry heat than a humid heat like in yeah. florida i can't do humidity but the hottest I I've, go to florida. Uh, it's gross the hottest i've ever been is 115 fahrenheit which is 46 yeah. celsius oh, that's that's the yeah hottest. the hottest i ever had was 49 degrees celsius that's and disgusting. my car actually blew up and i had to buy a new car are you serious yeah, because I had a European car, so it is not built for Australian heat at uh, all. Oh my gosh, so, I can't imagine. Yeah, my radiator exploded, and I was just like, fuck it, I'll buy a new car. Because <laughs> oh it, it was gosh. like, an, I needed a new car anyway. But yeah, that kind of tipped me over the edge, and I was like, all right, I'll get a new car. But we haven't had a day that hot for since that day. So Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. You, yeah. 
But my aircon worked so much better in my old car than my new car. So. I mean, you got it. <laughs> Give and take, I guess. Yeah. Sweet. Well, this for right. sure, this time I'm going to end it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got but- you. This this was so much fun. Thank you so much, Cat, for yeah, speaking no, to me you. and for you know working with me a little bit uh, back in the a couple months ago, just trying to figure something out. That was really yeah. nice of you to be like, yeah, whatever. You know, we'll just do it here. Oh, so God, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, awesome, sweet. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope that you have a great upcoming week. And like I said, good yeah, luck. You know, with did. everything coming up in the next year or so. And I, you know, I hope you hope you uh, keep doing well. You know, it sounds like you're doing yeah, great and everything. And I hope that uh, you keep doing well. So thank you so much. You too. Yeah. Awesome, sweet. Well, enjoy. Like I said, enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll let you know when this goes live. But yeah, it sure. will probably be like two months from now. So I'm sorry about. Oh that. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, I record that it, that far in advance. I'm okay. I'm scheduled until June for my podcast. So. Sick, awesome. Because I was like too much to do. <laughs> Let's do it well. Awesome. <laughs> All right, thank sweet. you so much. I'll yeah, of see course. You soon. Yeah, see ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Muchas gracias por escucharnos el podcast de Across the Pond. Vielen Dank, dass du Across the Pond angehört hast heute Abend. Merci d'avoir écouté à cet épisode de Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stranger... I'm sorry, of, of Across the Pond. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I kind of got you there. I was wondering if you were going to do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at KingServant. And that's K-1-N-G-S-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. You can also find the audio version on YouTube. There's no video, just audio. You can type in the search bar across the pond. And you'll find us with a picture of the lily pad. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Patreon. Each tier has its own rewards, so please check that out if you want to throw some money my way. But please don't feel like you have to. I do this because I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't do this for money. If you know someone that would love to be on the show, go ahead and send them my email, acrossthepondpod01 at gmail.com. And that's it. That's all you got to do after that. I got to do all the hard work. But I would appreciate it if you could spread the word a little bit. Tell your friends, tell your family, say, hey, I found this really cool podcast that I think you'll like. The host talks to people from all around the world about anything. Tune in next Sunday and every other Thursday for another awesome episode of Cross the Pond.